There's that echo again. Oh, God. What's the use? Well, I, I tell you, a horse that's not going to win a Kentucky Derby. Who's that? With a city. Yeah, he died. Deceased. Died a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. I, uh, I've I, had a lot of horses like that, only usually they die about 100 yards from the wire. <laughs> I did his race when he won uh, the Lane's End Stakes. Really? Yep. Well, I guess uh, we'll teach, everybody teach was celebrating people. because, you know, that was the race that got his ticket punched to the Derby. Well, guess yeah. what? Unlikely. Yep. Well, I'm looking at uh, this stuff I just printed out for Friday. Off the trail, all these horses that are injured or unlikely, and then next to his name it says deceased. <laughs> so I guess it's, you can't get more unlikely than that. No. Who else are they saying is unlikely? Um, Dawn of War. Who? Your buddy uh, Nick Zito's Great Point. Those horses are out of it. What? The High f- Cotton. Well, this, this off the trail. In other words, these are not uh, going to be in. Yeah. Red Raymond. But this was going back some time ago. Don't you understand? Superfly, another Nick Zito horse. That's and uh, Wanna Runner. That's real old information. Hey, well, that's what I'm telling you. Yeah. Now, would I be safe in picking a Brother Derek? I don't know about Brother Derek. He's uh, There's a lot of speed in the race, and yeah. he could get caught up in that. Alex Solis, my good buddy Alex. Alex is good. But well, there you go. Like I said, there's a lot of speed in the race. Alex, by the way, has had some back problems in the last few months. He's not He's riding good, though. I just saw him at uh, Hollywood Park with your buddy calling the races there, Vic uh, Stouffer's Frozen Dinners. Oof. I was just watching yesterday, as a matter of fact. He's uh, come back good. He's How about Private Vow with Sean Bridgmahan? He's uh, another another speed horse. Trained by Steve Asmussen. Now, he's got to be related. How is he related to Cash Asmussen? I, they are related. I think they're, well, of course they're, I know they're brothers, that. I think. Are they? Yeah. He was a great jockey. Yep. Went to Europe. He went off to France, and Steve Cawthon went off to England and developed that real uh, heavy British accent. <laughs> he did. Steve Cawthon has a British accent now? Yeah. I had him on the well, show a couple of years ago. He didn't have an accent. Well, maybe he lost it, but, boy, when he was riding over there, I saw him interviewed on uh, t- TV over there. They were watching the races. Man, he developed a real heavy British accent. Yeah. Well, he came back and lost it. Well, he probably went back to New York and lost it. He's in Kentucky. That's where he belongs. He lives in Kentucky. That's where he's from. Yes, it is. So you're going to have Dave on the show Friday? Friday, yeah. I'm not going to let you talk me off, Brother Derek. I'm going to do a little more research. I just, just ten seconds ago, I just printed this stuff out. Starting to do my homework. I don't pay any attention to those China doll horses, those thoroughbreds. You know, I don't pay too much attention. They come out and they like, oh, don't run too fast now. Don't uh, get all whipped up before the race. And then, the, thing, the thing I don't understand, I can understand two-year-olds that won't go in a starting gate. You know, they're like freaked out. But when you have aged horses that go to the gate, well, I mean, how, how stupid do you have to be? How many times do you have to go in a damn starting gate before they have to potchkey around and screw around? Go in the gate already and uh, cut the crap. Yeah. I hate that. It takes them for, it takes a lot, of, a lot of races, and I'm sure you'd agree with this, it takes them longer to load the gate than it does to run the race. You know, that's true. Not just with young horses, like you say. You know, the thing with Brother Derek is that he's been ru- running in California, and he's been running against four- and five-horse fields. Yeah. And now he's going to get up against the, you know, well, a, a I'm just big going deal with a lot of... The name Derek, our close friend Derek, who's a real degenerate gambler, and Alex Solis. I mean, that's a good combination, but I haven't even looked at any of the lines yet. Okay. He's going to be the favorite, Brother Derek. Is he really? Yeah. Well, how do you like that? See, all i got to do is mention him, and right off the bat, he's 3-5. There he is. He just dropped him. I have such great expertise in the uh, matter. I, I was watching, they have, uh, at Woodbine, two furlong races, quarter of a mile. Yeah, for babies. Yeah. And there was a horse broke the track record, 21-2, and two, uh, I think it was uh, Monday. 
21 and 2. They used to run those at Hialeah all the time. I mean, that's just a joke. You go to the window and you come back, oh, are you kidding me? That race is long over. <laughs> Forget about that. It's like, a, yeah, like you say, it's like, it's like, it's a like quarter, quarter horse, horse racing. Yep. I don't know if you remember, but several year, many years ago, they tried quarter horse racing a couple of years at Pompano. Yeah, I remember. Boy, that went over like the Marlins. The Marlins? Yeah, they had an announced crowd of 6,017 yesterday. That's announced crowd. Yeah. which means Well, Dontrell pitched last night. They could have had that. I beg your pardon? Dontrell Willis pitched last I night. I understand. I know that, and he blew the game. I saw a little bit of it, but I'm telling you, they had 6,017. Yeah. So that means they had only two or 3,000 when Dontrell was pitching. So what's going to happen when Chaim uh, uh, Schwartz pitches? You will find out. And you never did find out who Gary Cohen was, did you? No. I don't. I just don't know what the hell to do about this. You think I made that up, don't you? He was a jockey at Calder, in fact, uh, and then he became a jocks agent. He got injured, and then he became an agent. And if you talk to your good close friend Phil Saltzman about it, he'll remember Gary Cohen. Good Jewish boy. One of the few. Yeah, I just don't remember him. Well, well, how many years ago was it? Oh, that's a long time ago. Way back, maybe 20-some. Back in the days of Julio Pazua. Oh, I remember him. And Jorge Duarte, real stiff. I mean, real great rider. <laughs> And Jacinto Vasquez was in Florida at that time in the uh, latter days of his checkered career. Jacinto now is uh, up in Ocala. Yeah, good place for you, Jacinto, you stiff. Boy, I hated him, man. I didn't like him at all. I'm telling you, another guy that came down to Hialeah one year and just uh, couldn't, he couldn't, he needed a compass and a road map, and that was Richard Migliori, man. What are we talking horse racing here? That's because the Derby's coming up Friday. Yeah, well, I'm, uh, how about well, your, just awful. your potential new neighbor up there? Who's that? Ricky Williams. No, he's not coming here. His contract with the Dolphins says he can't leave. He can't go to another league. He can go to Canada. He can't play in another league. I'm telling you that right now. He cannot if, unless they let him out. I think he and uh, Saban and have been very, discussing that. They're very nervous about having him come here because he's going to uh, the weed supply will go down about 40% if he comes here. I'm not sure what his contract with the Dolphins is at this point. I'm, I'm telling you, I read about it. it they're all over it here in the newspapers here. Two days ago, I read that his contract with the Dolphins stipulates specifically that he can't play in another league without the permission of the Dolphins. Well, there's a story today that they are talking about it. About what, him coming here? Yeah. Oh, we don't want him here. Jesus, God. He'd be a good neighbor for you. No, he would not be a good neighbor. There, there goes the neighborhood. Ricky Williams, for Christ's sakes. Man, next thing be O.J. be coming up here. You were my first thought when I saw that. And then, of course, I see this thing with Shaq and Kobe, and their babies were born like six minutes apart. Shaq! Yeah. yeah, I don't think there's any coincidence there. I was asking George before the show how they got Shaq's baby out of his wife's womb. You know, any baby that's got a head, you know, six sizes normal, or a bowling ball. How the hell did they get that thing? Probably with a, with a shoehorn and a crane. So the book comes out today? Yeah. Well, I'm so glad you mentioned that. Yeah, me too. Yeah, just keep talking. It comes out at 11.30, I believe. Just keep going to 11.30. Okay. So <laughs> you will have all the results, I'm sure. Uh, what? You will have all the results. I'll have all the results. I have, I'm sitting on uh, eggshells on this one. I think it's going to be really uh, something. I can't say the word on it. I'll get joyced, but I think it's going to be really something. Like disaster, you mean? Well, the, this new regime we got, man, they just seem, uh, I don't know, in suspended animation. They're like your buddy Larry King. They're in suspended animation. I don't, uh, I don't know what the hell they're thinking about. They just can't get off the dime. And then uh, two to four, we got that air reset, and we got Bo today, thank God, a little variety. By the way, uh, Cope just gave me a note here. Permanently disabled jockey guild members. Yeah. And Gary Cohen is one of them. I told you. What did I tell you? He, he got injured. And then he became a jocks agent. He was a pretty good rider. 
I don't know about that David Cohen, whether he's related to the one who arrives in California. You know who he is. David Cohen. Yeah. He's I, okay, I know who he is. He's not very good. I'll tell you who's pretty good. is Garrett Gomez. Oh, Garrett Gomez is great. Yeah. A friend of mine is his agent. And he's going to be riding Ron and John. And, which is Ron St. John? Yeah. One of Garrett Bob, Gomez is going to be riding Ron St. John of the Derby, folks. One of the three entries from Bob Baffert. And I know that they wanted very much to ride that horse. Yeah. He lobbied Baffert to get them out. That was the one he chose. I see that flash in the pan, Tyler Bays. He can't find a finish line with a compass. Yeah. Gomez is uh, moving east, by the way. What is? Garrett Gomez. He's moving to the east coast. Yeah. He's going to ride in New York for Todd Pletcher. And Rafael Bejarano doesn't have a mountain in the derby, I don't think. I don't think he does either. I told you he's a damn good jockey. He's he didn't very good. He said he ran all those crappy uh, tracks in Kentucky. And it's pretty good. Well, he's terrific. We need Frankie DeTore over here. That's what we need in the derby. Yeah, when but the he's when the going the wrong on the way. Line, baby. Frankie DeTore. And I just love when he jumps off the horse there in the winter's circle, you know, after he puts on a great show. He'll probably be here for the Arlington Million. he almost got killed? That's not that many years ago. In a helicopter? He'll probably be here for the Arlington Million. Do you remember that? I was in Europe at the time. He damn near got killed. There was a helicopter crash. They were transporting him to a, for a ride in one particular race. I forget where it was. I think in Italy. And the helicopter crashed in the infield. He damn near got killed. A little trivia there for you. Yeah, that's a good one. Lanfranco de Torre. He's great. Something about European racing, man. It's just, I, I don't know, I can't describe it. I watched a lot of it when I was over there on the satellite. Yeah, there's a kind of an, an elegance to it. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, you were over there for the Ascot. There's just a whole different ambiance to it. I'd like to go to the Arc sometime. It's supposed to be fantastic. The Arc de Triomphe? Yes. And then, and then in France, they got that. They got the the most. I, I talked to Dave about this. I don't think I ever mentioned it to you. They got harness under saddle. Have you ever seen that? No. They've got trotters who uh, they trot, but they have jockeys on them. And it's the most. It's the funniest thing to watch. It's a panic, and the jockeys don't carry a whip, and they just kind of like uh, you know urge the horse along. It's just it's uh, really funny to watch. I'll tell you what's not funny to watch is all them damn steeplechase races they got over there where the horses are like. Uh, like by the end of the race, they got four of them that have to be destroyed. I don't want in England. I don't know what that's all about. They still I do guess, that too. I guess they probably use a lot of horse meat. Oh, and I'll tell you one other thing. By the way, they have steeplechase racing at Saratoga. One thing I was thinking about the other day, years ago, remember when the dog tracks used to really pack them in and they'd have a matinee and a yeah, card and they had over a million bucks. They used to have hurdle races at the dog tracks in Florida, and they had they were like the best way I can describe them. They were like upside down brooms, you know, with the, like the brushes at the top. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hard to describe it. And, and the dogs would jump over those brooms. There were hurdles for dogs. It was really something. But that's another era, man. That's when the dogs... I'm sure Ken probably remembers that. Yeah, he must. We were talking about the days when we used to go to the Miami Beach Kennel Club. Remember that? Yeah, Dad? sure. I'm right at the foot of South Beach. Yep. I've been there. I was at the one in Sarasota. I mentioned yesterday, my first trip to uh, the dog track, 1950... Maybe it was 1968. I was visiting Fort Lauderdale. I'm on vacation, and I went to Flagler with a friend of mine. I won 700 bucks the first night at the dogs. I had no idea what I was doing. I thought, boy, this is a this is a piece of cake. <laughs> this is better than the horses. And the second night we went back, and I bet 100 to win and 100 to place on a dog. And when they came out of the box, another dog ran into him. He went flying up into the air and came <laughs> flopping down on the track and just lay there, you know. And I'm screaming, there's my 200 bucks on the track. Get up, you piece of crap. That's the only thing. That's, and I've also seen pictures. Now, this has got to be before even we were born, old fossils like us, but they had monkeys on the backs of the dogs. Did you ever see that? No. Yes. Ask Ken sure. about that. I mean, I'm sure we never had it down there, but 
Once upon a time, I think in the early part of the last century, they had monkeys riding the dogs in dog races. Where is Ken? <laughs> I'm going to find no, him. I'm, I'm serious. You, you ask him, I bet you he would know about it because he's a, uh, you know. I've seen it. I've seen film footage of it. Yeah. They're like capuchin monkeys on the top of them. Yeah, little tiny monkeys riding uh, the dogs. Monkey jockeys. <laughs> oh, gee, you better watch that. Remember what happened to Cosell, that little monkey Alvin Garrett. Don't start with it. Don't go there. Not going there. No. Don't start with those Gary Bean comments. <laughs> well, listen, on that note, yeah, it's already time for our first break. I'm off for Kentucky. Now, what are we going to be doing the rest of the week? You're not doing any more shows this week? No, I'm, I've got to work uh, <laughs> up there. Oh, <laughs> uh, You know what I'm going to do? Because I'm, I'm pretty much over the flu, so my ears aren't open. Don't you hate that when your ears are plugged up and yes. you feel like you're... Especially when you have to fly. Well, that would be. I think that would help, though. i got to go catch a plane. I'll see you. No, I mean... That, that's the only thing. If my ears would open up tomorrow, I'd go out to Woodbine. I think I think the sound of the machines might open up my ears tomorrow. I'm going to give it a it. shot anyway. Anyway, yeah, I've got uh, the draw show tomorrow afternoon. And then uh, Friday, I've got the handicapper show in the morning. Tomorrow morning, i got to do sports or thir- Thursday Sports Center. i got about nine shows to do up there. So. so, in other words, the ratings are coming out. Now, what time's your flight? 12.15. <laughs> The ratings are coming out at 11.30. Hank's leaving town at noon. Excellent. Very yes. good. By the way, uh, Beast just brought me monkey riding on a greyhound, a picture of this. See, from the Buffalo you. Times, September 15, 1935. I told you. I wasn't around then. No, I said before we were born. Oh, Alexa. okay. It's Long cool. ago. It's a great picture. Yeah, isn't that, isn't that a funny-looking thing? Look at how docile the greyhound is. Yeah. Well, yeah. maybe that's what we can do. Maybe we can get the monkey off our back. We'll see. Let's hope. Cross your legs. I'll talk to you Monday. And have a safe trip. Thanks. The views expressed on the previous programs are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect the solid. Beasley Broadcast Group. Maybe a plunger would open my ears up. You think? You ever try that? Take a plunge. Big plunger, like the one I usually get Jack's baby out. God, can you imagine the size of the head on that kid? Wow. Were you drudge packing? Hey everybody, I'm brown and brown. Accountable for everybody, brown and brown. As a human being, I'm a big disappointment. But I got a brown nose and I knows where to point it. There was no rush to get them saved. They don't vote Republican anyway. I did everything I possibly can. To show my support for the Ku Klux Klan Oh, what a job I had as the rector of FEMA When I ain't much more than a weaselly schemer And a clueless son of a bitch Absolutely Gets his gigs, brown nose in the ridge Gets his gigs, brown nose in the ridge I think you are New Orleans is wiped out and gone But W said I did one heck of a job And it sure pays off to be a crony and another white face, the Christian phony. The National Guard is down there now, with orders just to get the press out of town. Everybody go home, there's nothing to see. Everything here is pitchy pain. Oh, the hurricane gave us the big easy for neocon social engineering, like a giant Republican squeegee. Jesus Bush, our Lord and King. Praise Jesus Bush, our Lord and King. I don't believe compassion's what we lack. It serves the right 
Two hapless blacks and you descendants who say it's a national disgrace. They shouldn't have it black in the first place. This is no time to play the blame game. Since we know that hurricanes are caused by gays who are not the right kind of homo. Like Scotty McClellan and Carl Grove. Oh, we're achieving the American right-wing dream to make everybody white like me. And an ignorant son of a bitch who gets his job ground ocean a rich. Oh, how I miss getting my Arabian horses. I'd rather do that than watch floating horses. I'm a negligent murderer now. I'll keep going down to keep my nose brown. I'm a negligent murderer now, but I'll keep going down to keep my nose brown. Oh, speaking of those funky uh, dog races with the monkeys on the back, do you know that in uh, they have camel racing in the Middle East? Did we ever, ever see that? Right. Yes, I have. That well, is really not, something not to watch. Live, huh? but yeah, it is something to watch. And they keep whipping on those poor damn things and right. whipping on them and beating on them. Reminds me of the camel that uh, died and was frothing at the mouth in that movie with uh, Willie Ames, Paradise. Remember right. Paradise? Yes, I do. Who was yeah. the uh, chick in that movie? 20 times Phoebe Cates. No, Phoebe Cates was in there. She was boyish right. and goyish. That's what uh, somebody said. According to the turd. 10-17. Boy, look at this. It's already time almost for the second break. That's okay. We're just here to kill an hour and a half until those ratings come out at 11.30 this morning. Boy, this is the day that a lot of people come inside a building, around a building, around the hood. They're all like doing a green ackle quip stack. Hey, you know, sometimes it's the things you can't see that can really be bad for you. In South Florida for 28 years, Dry Concepts is absolutely the best at cleaning your carpets. And when you dry clean your carpets, you can clean today and entertain tonight. Carpets stay cleaner longer with no sticky residue left behind. And with over 50,000 satisfied customers, including yours truly, I guarantee you won't be alone. Let me remind you that Dry Concepts are also the experts in water damage restoration. Good to know during hurricane season. Certified technicians to get you out of the mold zone in just minutes, not days. And Dry Concepts can get your home or business dry within 24 to 72 hours. It's guaranteed. And speaking of guarantees, they give you a guaranteed written price up front before they roll up their sleeves and start doing a spectacular job. And to top it all off, Dry Concepts has a state-of-the-art oriental rug cleaning plant, the only one in South Florida, on site. That's dedicated to keeping your expensive area rugs looking brand new like you just laid them on the floor. So do yourself a big favor. Call Dry Concepts. No games, no BS, no add-on to the price at the end of the deal. A fantastic job every time it's guaranteed. Call them toll-free in Dave Broward in the Palm Beaches at 1-800-248-5071. Tell them that crusty ancient Neil told you to call 1-800-248-5071 around the Wicked Web. Log on to dryconcepts.com. This is Neil Rogers. This is 5.60 Q.A.M. You call that a consultant? Oh, the White House image is frightful, and the media is frightful. Two contentious, the polls aren't low. Tony Snow, Tony Snow, Tony Snow. Oh, a talk show host is shocking, so the rhetoric ain't stopping. When you want your leadership to glow. Tony Snow, Tony Snow, he's your hoe. He will totally hold Bush tight, though he's called him bad names before. But if you need a man who leans hard right, Tony Snow, he's your hoe. Oh, Bush thinks he'll be superlative, and his views are quite conservative. Smart move to hire him, we don't know. Tony Snow, Tony Snow, Tony Snow. I just looked at the past performance lines on Brother Derek online. He didn't have to have a lead. He can race from off the pace. I'm sticking with Brother Derek. Don't let uh, anybody talk me off him, okay? Okay. 
I'm just telling you that right now. He's going to win the year. He's a monster, man. He's a monster. You ever see a monster? Every day. How do you like that? That Hank is bailing out at 12.15, and the ratings are coming at 11.30, which means we ought to have money around noonish. So he's uh, flying the hell out. Man, good choice. Here's the poll result from yesterday. The Star-Spangled Banner should be sung in English only, 882, 58.1%. You know my comment on the whole thing? This should be our biggest problem. Oh, yeah. This should be your biggest problem. I bet you there's a fax coming, because I can actually hear the uh, fax sound coming, I think, there from you. There is a fax coming, yes. Yeah, but I hear I can hear the fax sound coming on your end. Well, so at least you can and hear... And even with my ears plugged right. up, it goes to show you something. Huh? I can't wait to hear these great calls we're going to get today. I know it's not going to be nearly as good as yesterday, but it's Tuesday. Tuesday's kind of like one of those in-between days. You know, it's not fish and it's not foul. English only 882. Who gives a Schmidt? 256. Amen. Boy, crap that people get all whipped up about. It should be sung rarely. It's a bad song. 190. Amen to that, too. In any language, 159. In English or Spanish, only uh, 18. Yeah, very good. What? Hey, I know my numbers, mister. Spanish, Italiano. Monday, I know my numbers. Word. That's right. Saturday, Monday. And I hate this poll. Only 11. Once. Let's see. Here's the fact you just sent from Phil in Gainesville for their poll. How did Legal Day affect me? Yeah, see, I'm not calling it Immigrant Day because right. it wasn't Immigrant Day. It wasn't a day without immigrants. It was a day without illegal aliens, man. Right. And your boy Lou Dobbs, he was going Ape Schmidt on uh, last night. Only I you and got, Lou. I even got a column on here that he wrote. Uh, he even wrote a conversation. He was on with your buddy Larry last night. It says, I, wa I went to a pro-immigrant rally. It's not a pro-immigrant <laughs> rally, Phil. It's pro-illegal alien right. rally. Okay, get it right. More than 7 facts. million undocumented workers do the work many citizens refuse to do. They deserve a shot at becoming legal. Yeah. Oh, God. There's a shot. Yeah. Well, what a crock that is. You know, yeah. this whole business, they do work that people. What they do is they create, they, they help to look, keep the minimum wage as low as possible. Mm -hmm. They help the grave robbing big uh, corporations, and uh, it's all a scam. And that, that's always the cover-up for coming in legally. Oh, well, they're doing jobs that other people aren't going to do. Bull crap. That other people aren't going to do at slave wages. That's, that's what you left right. out. Right, yeah. And if anybody wants to know why those people are pouring across here, and don't let those Mexican Chamber of Commerce uh, types fool you on these talking head shows, the conditions in Mexico are deplorable. In fact, the conditions in most of Latin America are deplorable, and these mm -hmm. people are reproducing like rabbits, and they got all these unwanted kids running around uh, under the age of, like, 15, running around with no jobs, with no education, with no nothing. Right. Schleppers. In fact, you know something? Schleppers. Yeah. That's the word that sums it up. And that's why they're pouring across the border. So instead of, like, uh, you know, all this BS with all the... What they ought to do is be having uh, protests in Mexico. Of course, they'll probably shoot them all, but that's another story. Right. Here's a fax that says these people are protested yesterday should protest once a week. What a pleasure it is to shop and get around uh, town and homestead with everyone staying out of the stores. <laughs> oh, it's from Stuttering Gill. Haven't had a fax from Stuttering Gill in a long time. Remember Stuttering Gill? Sure. Wow, that's exciting. Well, wait, we'll hold off today's poll here for just a second or two, which has to do with the uh, crap yesterday. That, that, that fact's from this guy in Gainesville. Who the hell are you kidding, man? They deserve a shot at becoming right. legal. You know something? Well, then let them go through the process, which That's is what right. immigrants really do. Let them live up to the definition of immigrant. That's immigrant right. isn't somebody who sneaks in across the border and comes in illegal, okay, and works undocumented and gets hired by a bunch of grave robbers to work for slave wages. That's not immigrant, okay? That's called illegal alien. Right. That's an invader. And whatever happened to poor little Elanito anyway? I think the abuelas may have squeezed a little bit too hard. 27 past 10 at QAM. Finally, a TV experience like no other. 
Comcast digital cable with on-demand is easy to use, has lots to love. And today you can try it for only $34.99 a month for three months. Why is TV so much better with on-demand? I'm glad you asked, because for starters, you can watch a wide variety of movies and shows whenever you want. It's a revolutionary new way to enjoy TV. On Demand is a library of thousands of programs ready to start when you say so, with programming including free movies, kids' shows, music videos, cooking shows, sports, home improvement shows, guitar lessons, and so much more. You'll always have something good to watch right when you want to watch it. And let's not forget about control either. With On Demand, you can start it. You can stop it. You can pause it, rewind it, fast-forward programs using your remote. You can't get all these things with satellite. With up to 250 channels plus On Demand, you can build your own TV schedule. Who could possibly ask for more? And best of all, On Demand is free with Comcast Digital Cable. So pick your showtime, sit back, and you wonder how you ever lived without it. Call today, order Comcast Digital Cable and HBO with the power of On Demand for just $34.99 a month for three months. In Dade, call 305-COMCAST or in sensational... Call 954-COMCAST. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. The Neil Rogers. Sometimes I believe trust is more or less a fairy tale. It seems that someone in CIA put the President of the United States on the spot. With information escaping, that embarrasses me. I may ask for the truth from the people who work on my team. And now I have to face that there's a big leaker. We'll track and we'll trace. And that'll take some time. And in the final outcome, you can be sure there's a big leaker. That big leaker. We're going to find. Also, speaking of the uh, Marlins, Say, uh, that must be the excuse. Maybe, maybe it was the fact that Heat were playing that big game last night. But of course, the Heat didn't play last night; they played tonight. You know, right? Or maybe the fact everybody was staying home to watch the Detroit Edmonton hockey game. Edmonton kicked off, kicked Detroit's ass right there in Edmonton 4-3 last night. It was great. That third period was sensational. It was a thing of beauty and a joy to my heart. And all you phony Red Wing fans in South Florida that put on the Red Wing jerseys several years ago after Detroit won two Stanley Cups. Oh, we're all big Red Wing here. So full of crap. You wouldn't know Detroit from Ishpeming, Michigan, okay? What a what a joke. At any rate. So, so what was the excuse? 6,017, and like Hank said, Don Trell was pitching last night, so that's supposed to be the big attraction, isn't it? That is the big attraction. In fact, that's the only attraction. Here's a fact that says if people want us to see a day without illegals, I'm all for it. Let's see our schools with less crowded classrooms because of the illegals and new textbooks and higher paid teachers. Thanks to the extra money we'd be saving by not having to waste it to educate illegals. There you go. But we demand right education. On. We demand this. We demand. You demand. Yeah. I don't, I don't like that when people who are lawbreakers, uh, by, just based on the very way they come into the country, are running around making all kinds of demands. And I don't want to be treated like that. Well, I go back where you came from. It'd be treated great. Right. Okay? If, if 99% of the people who were participating, who, who weren't illegals themselves yesterday, if they knew what the conditions really were like in Mexico, which is where most of those people came from, uh, then they'd understand why they came here in the first place and why we have this mess. And they'd understand that a country, just like Eisenhower said, a country that can't enforce its borders isn't a country. And that's exactly correct. You know, he said two interesting things in his life, and they were both true, about beware the military-industrial right. complex, and that was the other one. Huh. 
We don't. You can't complain about America's immigration policy because basically we don't have one. Right. Out of control. OOC. Out of control. Anyway, 912 votes on the poll. How did Illegal Alien Day affect you? We asked. 912 votes. Our goal is a thousand during the show. I think we got a shot, Josh. Definitely. 9:15. Old Bean. Boy, look at this. We're less than an hour away from those ratings coming out. Boy, this is exciting. Scoring the first goal. Oh, there you go. There's uh, Edmonton making that big comeback. They were down two nothing. They tied it up, and then uh, Detroit went ahead and they tied it up again. They won four to three last night. I know nobody cares. And the Ducks uh, carried their series to seven. Beat the uh, uh, unctuous Calgary Flames. 915 votes. Illegal Alien Day. How did it affect you? Not at all. That's what I voted. 660. I didn't see any illegal aliens yesterday. I saw a bunch of schmata heads though. In fact, on Sunday they had a big march here. It wasn't a protest, but they had a big march with the. Um, I guess they were all the cab drivers. <laughs> yeah. No, it was a sick march. Huh? They all all the guys with the uh, blue uh, turbans. Oh, you know? those kind of. Those six, not sick, sick as in I'm ill. I'd be ill. Ah. It's the six. They were all out there. So uh, if you need a cab in town, I guess Sunday would have been a tough day to find one. Much less traffic yesterday on Illegal Alien Day, 157. Now, you notice my poll question, how did Illegal yeah. Alien Day... I didn't say how did uh, Day Without Immigrant affect you, and I'm going to get to that Lou Dobbs comment in a minute, although he gets a little carried away with this uh, right. leftist, communist, uh, everything. He, in fact, he'd be good in a little Havana because everything is communista, communista, you know. Thank you, by the way, for using the proper labels. Yes, Illegal Alien Day. And, and I can't imagine why. We had one call yesterday, somebody saying, oh, there's all the noise and racket going on there on, uh, on Southwest 8th yeah, Street. I don't know why, because the people that came out that are on Southwest 8th Street didn't come in illegally, okay? There were a lot of uh, blue I mean, and white flags like you were talking about, which I guess is Nicaragua. Is that what they told us? Oh, Nicaragua? Yeah. Is that what they there, said? There were some red, white, and blue uh, in, in the crowd there, but it was mostly blue and white flags that I saw in the local news. I see. Or is it Honduras? Or is it I, outside? I don't know. Uh, Josh is looking And, of course, up. there were plenty of Mexican flags. And can I get through this poll or not? Before yeah. I know it, it's going to be 11.30 already. I think it's right. Argentina, by the way. Oh, that, that's what that's the guy what said they yesterday. Said, yeah. He said it was Argentina. And I said, well, that's a long way to Tipperary. Much less traffic, 159. Spent extra money, 41, just to piss off the illegals. I spent extra money. Didn't go to work, 18. 18 didn't go to work. I bet you Hank voted for that. I hate this poll, 15. Didn't open my business, 10. And keep in mind that this is South Florida. Well, these must be from Homestead or something, you think? Didn't go shopping, 9. Worst traffic, five, and didn't go to school, nobody, out of 921. Didn't go to school. Well, I can't imagine in South Florida anybody using that as an excuse not to go to yeah, school. Yeah, I've never heard of such a thing. Be true to your school, man. But the Beach Boys said, if it's good enough for the Beach Boys, it's good enough for us. And do I have time? I guess i got time to read this couple of minutes. Mm -hmm. Although probably we should take one or two of these calls first. WQAM, so. hello. Yeah, I, I, you know, I don't think George should be able to participate in this conversation, because his people came here and took jobs away from Americans. His people? Did also. they come in illegally or illegally? Well, if they changed yeah. the law. WQAM, hello. You can say that about every immigrant who ever came in legally. You can say, well, they took some a job that somebody else would have had. Right. So all the immigrants, that means means the country's going to be pretty empty right. pretty soon. Just okay? Cuban-hating bastard. That's what you are, sir. You're not fooling me, okay? You're just a bigoted piece of crap. His people this and your people that. You're just a bigot, that's all. Where did your people come from, Mr. Hotshot? Right. Let's check out your family tree and see who's crawling around up in that thing. Assuming they came over legally. Which in fact, have no I, way I have an idea who's crawling around. That's the uh, Banjo Boy Group Inc. are probably <laughs> crawling around in his tree, picking it right now. That's right. That's the sound they make. The BBGI, Banjo Boy Group Inc. Boy, they're going to have a lot of egg on their puss at 11, about 11.45 this morning when we really sift out those numbers. Oh, man. Cause I, can't you smell it? I smell something, but of course it I am farting It smells like a real today. rank egg fart to me. I can smell it all the way up here. Now, that's the stench 
of the anticipation of these numbers coming out. And this is going to be the first book for the new regime, man, and maybe the last. One can only pray. We, we need some serious leadership in there. We're, we're just like, we're like a ship at, at sea floundering, man. Where's the captain? Even Humphrey Bogart will be an improvement. At least he had some strawberries and steel balls. Yes, sir, I counted them before I went to we bed. Got, we, got a new, we got a new gang that has no strawberries and no balls. I'll say it again. I think to pacify Donna Shalali, since we've seen that seems to be the new game, is to pacify everybody. Let's start a billboard campaign. WQAM, we have no balls. You know, that, that should calm that bitch down. And, and, and then, Donna, what are you going to do about that? What are you going to do about it? You fairy. Well said. Okay, well, I'm sure we're going to get more of that crap. You know, uh, they, uh, the yeah, fact is that, uh, that... Exactly. Whatever whatever crap you want to say, that's okay with us. We don't really give a crap, and then right. I'll just slice you in ass, you know, when you come no, up with this stupid garbage. Right. If, if, if it's intelligent garbage, that's fine. But if it's stupid garbage like that, George should not be allowed to participate like George came right. in illegally. I got my papers. We yeah, waited a long time papers, for them, by too. By the way, he soiled them several times this morning. This is Neil Rogers. Just like a dog. This is 560 QAM. Neil, God. Britney Spears is pregnant again, according to Us Weekly. Earlier this month, social workers visited Spears' home after her son fell out of a high chair and suffered a head injury. Brittany, you're pregnant again. Oh, yeah. But you're not doing a very good job of taking care of your first kid. But am I responsible for that? Yeah, you're responsible for his safety. Well, I didn't think of it at the time. I can't believe you've got an electric fence around his crib. Oh! And he's playing with a bear trap. Oh! Goodness. Oh, this is a new toy. <laughs> Exploding Elmo. <laughs> 1044 at 560 WQM. How's that schedule coming? We got Bo today. Oh, God. What a relief. And then we got, uh, that's 2 to 4, Mad Dog, 4 to 630 at the uh, Mickey Arena, Arison Arena. For game number five there, the Bulls in the heat tonight. The uh, Heat better uh, get their act together, right, Josh? Yeah. You need to do something. They got walloped twice in uh, Chicago there by a girls team. That's pretty embarrassing. Marlins on deck at 6.30. I'm sure we're going to have a fantastic tune-in for that with that heat game on tonight. Marlins and the Phillies at the uh, stadium at 7.05, and Eddie K follows that, which is a tough assignment. 6,017, the announced attendance last night. I watched about, in fact, that must have been the inning I tuned in when uh, Don Trell was blowing the game. What? What are you laughing about? Because it was 5-2 to two Marlins. They had a nice, comfortable lead. It was about the 6th or 7th inning, I think. And the Phillies were uh, starting them out of comeback. They had a couple on, and they got an infield hit. They had the bases loaded, and I turned back to the hockey game. You know, he actually pitched a good game. It's just uh, for this team, he needs to, like, pitch all nine innings to, for them to win. He gave up eight runs. Yeah, but what, in the eighth inning? He gave up eight runs, mister, in seven and the third innings, right. Eight runs. Now, he's supposed to, he's the man. He's the only guy that got that anybody ever heard of before on, on the Listen, pitching staff. If you staff. pitch a good seven innings, you should be able to win a game, your starter. Yeah. But, hey. Your starter? Your starter, yeah. Well, let me just tell you this, mister. They stunk. They stunk? They're 6 and seven, 17. They stunk. And the crowd stunk. And nobody cares, okay? See, this is what gets me, you know. Got all these, just like Wayne again. Nobody cares about hockey in that town. You could fit, you could fit in your, under your armpit the number of people that really care about hockey. I mean, nobody. And so we got to build that big arena just to keep Wayne happy because he's keep going, keep threatening. I, I'm going to move out. I'm going to take the team and go in somewhere. I'm going to Poughkeepsie. I'm going to Schenectady. You know. Well, g goodbye already. You know. And the same thing with these losers, man. With it's David Samson and Delilah and Luria. God. We're going to San Antonio. Well, goodbye already. Okay. Take a pastrami sandwich with you and have a good trip and get lost. And thanks for stiffing the public again. I got news for you. They, they didn't just have a house cleaning, man. They had, they had like, uh, even in Hiroshima, they never saw this. 
they had a decimation. In fact, I see a lot of similarities but between what happened with their organization and what happened with the uh, Banjo Boy Group Inc. This uh, outfit. Don't you see many similarities? Huh? Sorry? Decimated. Absolutely decimated. And by the way, if that Norma don't return your email or your call today, I'm going to be so frothing at the mouth with that faggot. You have no idea. Keep sending me these emails. Oh, well, George doesn't contact me. And then you keep calling there. They don't, he doesn't return your messages. You emailed him this morning. He's just playing fast and loose. He just wants to get talked about on here a lot of publicity. Yeah. God. Well, who can blame him? Mr. Flamboyant Faggot, the old FFer. Anyway, Lou, Do Lou Dobbs writes, radical groups taking control of immigrant movement. We all awoke to headlines in our nation's most important newspapers reminding us that this is a day without immigrants, he said yesterday. Not illegal immigrants, mind you, but immigrants. USA Today headlined today's demonstrations and boycott on immigration's front lines. The New York Times headlines its story with calls for boycott by immigrants, employers gird for the unknown. The Washington Post and the L.A. Times are both calling their coverage the immigration debate. These major newspapers obviously don't want to disturb their readers with the information that today's demonstrations and boycott are about illegal immigration and amnesty for illegal aliens. CNN and Fox News are both using a banner calling their coverage a day without immigrants, while MSNBC is titling its coverage Immigrant Anger. Most of the mainstream media has been absolutely co-opted by the open borders and illegal immigration advocates. I'm not opposed to demonstrations and protests of any kind, says Lou, even by those who are not citizens of this country, because one way or another, demonstrations and protests enrich and invigorate the national debate and raise the public consciousness of truth. But only one newspaper, to its credit, reported that illegal aliens and their supporters boycotted the national economy on the 1st of May is clear evidence that radical elements have seized control of the movement. The Washington Post, alone among national papers, reported that Answer, Act Now to Stop War and End Racism, has become an active promoter of the national boycott. Some illegal immigration and open borders activists in the Hispanic community are deeply concerned about the involvement of the left-wing radical group. But others, like Juan Jose Gutierrez, whom I've interviewed a number of times over the past several months, manages to be both director of Latino Movement USA and representative of ANSWER. As Gutierrez told us on my show, the time has come where we need to stand up and make a statement. We need to do what the American people did when they pulled away from the British crown. And I'm sure that back in those days, many people were concerned that that was radical action. Just how significant is the impact of leftists within the illegal immigration movement? It's no accident that they chose May 1st as their day of demonstration and boycott. It's the worldwide day of commemorative demonstrations by various socialist, communist, and even anarchic organizations. Supporters of the boycott have made no secret of their determination to try to shut down schools, businesses, and entire cities. Much of L.A.'s 7th Street Produce Market, which supplies thousands of local restaurants and markets, was closed. Many meatpacking companies like Cargill and Tyson also closing many of their plants. The meatpackers are confirming what we know, says University of Maryland economics professor Peter Marici, and that this is a large group of illegal aliens in the U.S., lowering the wage rate of semi-skilled workers, people who are high school dropouts or high school graduates with minimal training. In fact, a meatpacking job paid 19 bucks an hour in 1980, but today the same job pays closer to $9 an hour, according to the Labor Department. Right. That's entirely consistent with what we've been reporting, that illegal aliens depress wages for U.S. workers by as much as $200 billion a year, in addition to placing a tremendous burden on hospitals, schools, and other social services. Radicalism is not confined to Gutierrez and Latino Movement USA. Ernesto Neveres of the L.A. Port Collective is promising to shut down the Port of L.A., uh, transportation and commerce will come to a grinding halt, he said. They're going to put a wall along the border with Mexico. We're going to put a wall between us and the ocean, and those containers ain't going to move. No matter which flag demonstrators and protesters carry today, their leadership is showing its true colors to all who will see. Says your hero, Lou Dobbs. You go, Lou. You go. It's only you yeah, and you Lou. Go. You're the only two. Well, he's uh, doing his thing. You know, that, that's right up his alley, man. Outsourcing of jobs and illegals. Those are his two, uh, that's, that's his uh, the, the thing. That's his no, thing. That's fine. 
this fax you just sent. Let's see. Oh, here's the thing about the... Uh, no, th- these are not the flags. Oh, well, according to this, it was. It was not an Argentinian flag. It was Nicaragua. Nicaragua. As Isabel de Casada used to say on the local news. Nicaragua. Nicaragua. The blue-white uh, blue pattern is common to all the Central American states, being a reminder of the Union from the beginning of the 19th century. Each of the five original countries found a way to differentiate the fla- fa- flag. Costa Rica put a red stripe in the middle. Costa Rica. Nicaragua and El Salvador, their coats of arms. Honduras, five stars. And Guatemala turned the stripes vertically. I just looked them all up. It's Nic- Nicaragua, that shade. The Argentina Nicaragua, flag Nicaragua. is much, more of a sky blue shade. Well, right, that's what I was trying to tell you. We, no Argenti- we got a few Argentinians, but they came to watch some soccer games. But that flag that we saw was Nicaragua. Well, who cares? What difference does that make? Taking a survey. Uh, all of the states except Guatemala have common elements on their coat of arms, mountains or volcanoes, with a C on each side, secessionist caps, spectrum stars, and inscription, America Central. The triangle symbolizes equality. Civilians on land may use also the flag without the arms. Well, there you go. In other words, like, uh, like if you're like Bud Lynch and you only have one arm, you can still use the flag. Bud Lynch is still doing the PA at Detroit, by the way, at the uh, Joe Lou at the Joe. Oh, my God. He's got to be 100 years old now. We used to call him Venus de Milo. He's only got one arm. That's very bad. That's in bad taste. Wouldn't you think? I think. He used to be the Red Wings announcer 100 years ago. Bruce Martin and Bud Lynch, baby. You better get with it. You don't know your hockey history, man, at all. No. How are you ever going to survive in that town? Easy. 984 votes on the poll. We might we might get very close to 1,000 by the top of the first hour. 989. They're coming in in chunks now. WQAM illegal line. Hello. Hi, Neil. Uh, well, I tell you what, this really makes me mad. Uh, I mean, it's taking uh, money right out of my wallet. Yeah. I mean, because I'm, I'm, I'm just a schlepper, just, you know, just out here working, and I could be making more money if this wasn't going on. They're depressing your wages, man. And people don't understand. I mean, it doesn't phase them. When, you have, when any group of people are willing to work for slave wages, then it, it knocks everybody else's wages down, just like the thing about the meat packers. I used to work at, at a young and tender as, as, a, as a meat cutter. Young and, and tender? Yeah, which is yeah. Uh, in, in North Florida, Gold Kiss. Yeah. And, and we, went on uni- we went on strike one year. We actually had a union. Like it did a lot of good. The next day, all the management had busloads of Mexicans coming in there, and it didn't matter. Mm-hmm. There you go. I don't know. I don't know what to do, Neil. I say uh, I say, all the Mexicans uh, go back and straighten their own country out. That's what I say. I mean, I don't want to pick out Mexicans specifically unless I have to, but I will. Because I've seen some documentaries, especially recently, on the conditions that are going on. Mm-hmm. Schlepper would be an understatement, okay? One of the stories that I posted while you were on vacation is all the horrible things that the Mexican government does to people that want to get into Mexico from the south of them. Right. Now they just shoot them or rob them or rape them or all mm-hmm. of the above. Well, speaking of robbing and raping them, I mean, people say, well, you travel all over Europe and here and there, and uh, how come you never go to Mexico? I thought about it a couple of times for about five minutes, and then yeah, I read about, about these horror seconds. stories of uh, American tour. How about that Canadian couple that went right. to Mexico, huh? Same old crap, man. Cab driver picks you up, and, of course, maybe it's one of those gypsy cab drivers, and if he feels you got, you know, some expensive jewelry, some money, he takes you out in the middle of a no-man's land, and uh, if you're lucky, he'll just take everything you got and uh, just turn you loose out there. If you're not so lucky, it's a bada-bing, that's all. Nobody ever sees your ass again. That, that's not my idea of tourism. That's called murder, the last time I checked. Now, we're going to probably get people say, oh, well, we went to Mexico City. We went to uh, Acapulco and had a wonderful time. Well, good. Okay, you're some of the lucky ones. You came back alive. That's like saying I went on a cruise and had a good time. Well, that's great. Congratulations. WQAM, hello. QAM. What the hell was that? I'm sorry. Me too. WQAM, hello. 
Neil. Yes, sir. How are you? Uh, I just want, I just want can't to hear anything, but I'm okay. About 30% of immigrants that got caught in the beach when they did the race last week, they were Argentinian. They yeah. I'll be damned. What the hell are they looking for? Uh, they're trying to get away from those Nazis mean? that invaded their country. Probably. Maybe they're trying to get out of Rio, man, where men are men and some of the women are, too. <laughs> it must be. Okay, thanks, pal. Yeah, maybe, maybe that's what it is. When I say Buenos Aires is in uh, Argentina, I was talking about Rio is in Brazil. I'm sorry. I'm getting all my countries confused. That's all right. That's okay. They're still both big cities, and there's probably a lot of drag queens in uh, Buenos Aires, too. How about uh, Santiago? How come we don't have no Chileans, man? Are they picking grapes or what? That's a good question. Isn't that what Chile is famous? I mean, I wouldn't I no say idea. famous for, but come on. You never Sorry. had any of those good grapes from sour grapes from Chile? I might have, but never, never Chilean noticed. grapes, man. It's fantastic. Good stuff. It'll give you good, uh, good solid uh, yeah. every time, man. Results, <laughs> good solid results. It'll make you real regular, a real regular uh, clown. And uh, we don't, have, I don't hear about anything about Chile. I realize that's pretty far away, but so is Argentina. How about Paraguay? How about them fascists, huh? Right. And Peru. Do we have any Peruvians uh, pouring in across the border? We must, but we must have a don't couple. notice. And how about Venezuela, man? They, oh, like, yeah. they want to stay there because they're getting uh, 12 cent a gallon gas from Hugo Chavez. I say we send George Bush to uh, Venezuela and bring in Hugo Chavez. How do you like that? Oh. Cesar Chavez and Hugo Chavez. And look what we got on our poll right now. This is a clarion moment, man. A thousand votes even. This is Neil Rogers. Oh my, oh my, oh my, this oh is 5:62 a.m. This is the Neil Rogers Show. This is your brain. I kick your ass. Any questions? Coming up tonight on Inside the Behind the True Hollywood Celebrity Music Biography Profile Story. If you look up feel-good music of the '80s in the dictionary, you won't find a thing. But if, in a parallel universe, you could look up feel-good music of the 80s in the dictionary, you'd probably find his big grinning mug next to it. He was Kenny Loggins. I'm just a tall, thin, white guy with a beard whose one great joy is to share some gentle, non-threatening good times. What was that? Did you say that makes me kind of gay? I didn't say anything. Listen, nobody calls Kenny Loggins gay. Well, since you brought it up, what about that duet you did with Stevie Nicks? Whenever I call What about it? Whenever I call you friend, that's kind of gay. Well, what about Danger Zone? Danger Zone rocks, man. Oh, right. Danger Zone versus what? ACDC? <laughs> Still gonna tell me you rock, Kenny? This is the limit. I, I'm going to go meet my girlfriend, walk around the outdoor mall in my chinos, get some frozen yogurt, and kiss her. Hard! Kenny Loggins. Like they say, denial is not just a thing you do to avoid the truth. Oh, wait, that is what it is. It's a big, juicy, sopping wet look at show business. Tonight. On Inside the Behind. It's 11.01 at 5.60. WQM, we got the Winter Arbitron rating book coming out in about a half an hour. And, man, oh, whew, I bet you there's a line in that tea room right now all the way out the door and up to Jacksonville. You think? It was kind of crowded when I went in there just oh, now. Oh, yeah. And if it was crowded then, you can just imagine what it is now. You probably can smell it. Well, it did have two, bad pull, two bad pull reports for the Bushmeister. I'll get to those in a second after we take a 1,000 calls. Uh, and then, of course, Rush got the uh, Rush got the brush on a hand, giving a little smack on a hand. That's what happens to rich white guys, man. 
See, that guy that called in yesterday that was all bent out of shape about the Duke lacrosse players, if you would have picked out Rush Limbaugh as an example, I'd have said, yeah, that's a good example for you. You know, white guys with a lot of money who get off, and they do like, uh, you know, Kobe Bryant and O.J. Simpson. WQAM, hello. Yeah, how do I get a passport to Miami? <laughs> oh, I think uh, I don't think you want to go there, man. First, you got to go to Cuba. I think he wants a passport out of Miami. That's right. First, you come to Canada, then you fly to Cuba. That's the way you do it. They got plenty of flights. Air Canada flies to uh, Cuba many times a day here. No problem. Oh, that's because y'all are communists. That's right. A lot of commie pinkos up here, and you can go to any cigar store all over town in Toronto mm -hmm. and buy all the Cubano cigars you want. Yeah, fake. Speaking of cigars, I sure hope if my ears ever open up, I can try those really nifty ones that uh, Brett sent me for forty-three bucks. Uh, mm -hmm. FedEx charges. Anybody ever make any comment about that? I'm sure not. No. Because that would have indicated, number one, he was listening, and number two, he admitted to being a jerk. Hey, Brett, you're a jerk. One of our sales holes. WQAM, hello. Neil, good morning, sir. Buenos uh, dias. Uh, I work in the streets, and um, I would like to say if traffic is going to be like that, let's have Wait, 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 wait. What do you, what do you mean, work in the streets? Uh, I work in the streets. You know, I do the deliveries, you know, all kind of stuff. Uh, oh, I see. And if traffic's going to be like that, I say we have illegal alien day twice a week, buddy. Oh, okay. Later, bottle. Okay. <laughs> illegal alien day every day of the week. Keep that traffic light. In fact, uh, much less traffic is a very strong second place, 173. In fact, other than not at all uh, being affected by us today, uh, much less traffic is numero uno. See, si. Kicking ass. Big time. WQAM, hello. I'm Neil. How are you, sir? Okay. All right. Hey, listen, I had a question for you. The, well, actually, a comment. The best thing about yesterday was that there was less and less traffic, and it was wonderful delight. But more importantly, I wanted to know, somebody get Mr. Rogers so he can rub peanut butter on my nipples, please? Uh, WQAM, hello. And when are you going to stand up, Neil, and do something? I mean, go go to the gas tank. Go to the racetrack and fill up so you can just tell Chevron to stick it. Fill it up at racetrack. Start a revolution. The revolution has begun. The revolution has begun. All right. Little did we realize the good shipment was coming in today. Lots we couldn't do it beat. yesterday because there was too much confusion and uh, const consternation and constipation. But the shipment obviously arrived today, and we only want to know where our part is. That's right. It's nice to Man. share. Mm. WQAM, hello. 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 Y yesterday was Mexican Labor Day. Yeah. That's what it was. Uh -huh. Hey, you know what, Neil? I have a... What? There's like a radio station crossing with yours really bad. I'm sure you probably heard of it already. But yeah, we heard about it, and this station doesn't uh, tell us anything about it, and we're supposed to, like, pretend it doesn't exist, yeah. There, like, you hear, like, between you some more Mexican speaking. That's, that's that Mexican government again. It's a bunch of illegals probably got a pirate station on 560. <laughs> Bye. Okay, thanks for the good news. Yeah, we're hearing a lot of that. And, you know, back in the day at W Snooze, we had this also. When Castro cranked up one of his stations on 790, no less, back at WNWS, back in the day. And so what we did is we filed with the FCC and to go from 5,000 to 10,000 watts, and we got approval pretty quickly, and we went to 10,000 watts. And just, we overpowered them with a louder signal, okay? Now, we could be doing that here at QAM, but of course we're not going to do it. You know, we wrote, we wrote a letter to the State Department, and we're uh, upset, and uh, what are we going to do? Like that, you know. I have a suggestion for management, first of all. You cannot talk to man! Exactly. Stand up to him, man. Don't put up with them spiny little Mexicans in that illegal station there on 560. Crank this baby up. I remember one of the first lies that Greg Reed told me when he was trying to entice me to sign with this uh, uh, outfit with the Banjo Boy Group, Inc. 
oh, well, you know, we can go 50,000 watts and but we uh, five-tower array in the Everglades. Yeah, like they're going to spend the money to, like, put up the towers to go directional and go 50,000 watts. On a scale of minus infinity, what would you say the chances of that happening are? None. Less none, than none. None to much, much, much less than none. Zero. Zero. 1,023 votes, man. That's pretty impressive. How did Illegal Alien Day yesterday affect you? Not at all, 736. Much less traffic, 174. Spent some extra money, just out of spite, just to be real far bissin', 47. Didn't go to work, 19. I hate this pool, 17. Didn't open my business, 12. Didn't go shopping, 12. Worst traffic, 7. And I must be in Homestead. And didn't go to school, none. Out of 1,030. Out of 1030, WBZ in Boston, 1030. Radio 103. Time for the Bruce Bradley Show on WBZ. Here's Dave Maynard and Carl DeSouz and Jefferson K. and J. Dunn. Boy, that was a great uh, station, you know. No. Leafs TV one, day, TV one day, they were talking about some report from WBZ in Boston. And this punk, Jeff Merrick, who's a real idiot, he says, Oh, here's a story from WBZ in Boston. Now, I realize the Canadians <laughs> say, now, the Canadians say Z for the letter Z. Yeah. It's, you know, it's a holdover, I guess, from the Brits. They just can't help themselves. But anybody who's in the radio business to be saying WBZ, I mean, come on, man. Come on, Jeff. Butch up a little, you silly person. And Bill Waters just made an idiot out of it. Nice going, Billy boy. Lose some weight. WQAM, hello. I like yesterday. Pio Tropical. All for me. WQAM, hello. Neil, how are you today? Okay, sir. On the immigration hot day. Yeah. Hey, uh, quick comment. I find myself being more and more upset with our government than the immigrants, the illegal immigrants themselves. They had enforced the laws that are in effect. Yeah. I mean, they, like, have, they haven't been for 30, 40 years now. Do you remember the, um, the old scam they had to, to get some of the uh, people who jump bail and tell them they won a prize or something, and they come and collect the prize and they arrest them? Well, yesterday would have been the perfect day to gather up yeah. a lot of illegals. But well, yeah, they, would have needed, they would have needed a pretty big net yesterday. Uh, a little net would have been a, been a start at least. Yeah, a butterfly net. That just it, it fires me up. Ah, have a good day. Okay. <laughs> With gas prices sky high and no end in the Iraq war inside, President W's approval rating is at an all-time low in two polls. The new CBS poll, only 33% approve of Mr. Bush's performance, his lowest approval rating yet in that poll. A majority, 58%, say they disapprove. 74% of Americans disapprove of the president's handling of the gas crisis. Thank you, Mr. President, so very, very much for those low gas prices, by the way. You fascist bastard, you. You bastardo. And six months before Republicans try to hold on to control of Congress in the fall elections, a new poll shows that President Bush has led to the lowest approval rating of his presidency, and majority of voters say they'll vote for Democrats in November. A USA Today Gallup poll taken this past weekend found Bush's approval rating down to 34 points in that poll, two points under his previous low. He's feeling mighty low. He also received the lowest ratings of his presidency on his handling of the economy, energy, and foreign affairs, tying his previous low on Iraq, 32%, 20 uh, dose. The poll showed Democrats leading 54 to 39% among registered voters asked which party they'd prefer in a congressional race. How do you like that? 54 to 39. Republicans falling faster than that ball in Times Square on New Year's Eve. That's what Dick Clark said. Mm -hmm. He knows his crap. By the way, he's still alive. How do you like that? Yeah, he is. Sort of. Here, Footy is retiring this week. We had that on yesterday. Yeah, it's big yeah. news in radio, man. Footy's retiring. Anybody interested? No. Anybody even know who that is? No. 32 of the... Only, I think only Ron St. John has been on the air longer and had less impact in the market than the Footy. Ron St. John's been on the air 72 years in South Florida. Nobody ever heard of him. 
Except when he did the pee at the ball games. Was it the Dolphin games he did one year, or did he do the Marlins? I don't think he did the Marlins. Did he, Josh? No. Never heard of him. See, there you go. But he's been on the air for 110 years in South Florida. Ron St. John on on a Magic, whatever he's on, on pills. Uh-oh, look at that. Malvo set to testify against Mohammed. That'll probably piss off those uh, schmatheads again. Remember Lee Malvo and that John Mohammed? Right. The snipers. They were the snipers, baby. Well, that was a big story, du jour. The snipers. Yeah. WQIM, hello. Yeah, Neil? Yes, sir. Uh, my, you missed one, the blatant one on the poll. My favorite hooker took the day off. Yeah, okay. Yeah. WQAM, hello. Hi, what's your fax number? Oh, God. Whatever it is, you ain't getting it. Was That that was him, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just give us a jingle, okay? Just just look it up on our website. It's right there. 5670560, pound 560 in the Verizon and Singular wireless line. That was very bad on your part. That was, that was just con- contemptible. Right. WQIM, hello. Did you go in in Canada? Yeah, huh? Yeah, we're, we're, wait, we're waiting for Thursday. Thursday is his day for medication. WQIM, hello. I especially like the personality, too. Put a lot into it. WQIM, hello. It puts illegal aliens in the basket. WQIM, hello. Oh, Dr. Rush. <laughs> All right. See, I told you he'd come up with a line once it. in a while. And Whitney uh, snorted it. 1,044 votes. Boy, I'll tell you, if we do as well in the uh, book, when the book comes out as we're doing on these polls, man, we are kicking some big, fat, serious, smelly, uh, pimply ass in spite of the tremendously entertaining, diverse programming they're putting on across the street, according to them. Just ask Greg Kotex. He'll tell you. Man, like I said before, you can, you can try all you like. You can't talk yourself into success. You can put a pile of dog manure on a table and you can doll it all up, you know. You know how they do it in fancy gourmet restaurants with the desserts and they, they put the little uh, stuff around the edges. They put a little tiny dessert in the middle of the plate, on a big plate, and they put the little bit of chocolate and raspberry, uh, you know what I'm talking about? What do they call that? I don't know, but I know what you're talking about. But you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Now, you could put a whole bunch of that around that dog manure and you know something? Anybody that walks in within five seconds, they go, ooh, it smells like dog manure in here. And the same thing with these guys across the street, man. As weak as we're probably going to be in this book, I, I predict for them evil, horrible things. Because as Joel Feinberg once very accurately said, we would do anything to hurt them. Except for our buddy Joe Rose. We like Joe. But other than that, we would do anything to punish them, to brutalize them. We used to like Booster, too, until he uh, got into Dan LeBastard's pocket with both hands. Here's the facts. Has it come to this? Have things gotten so bad that Americans are now fighting for, what is it, fruit picking and domestic job service? What has happened to the real jobs, the high-tech and good service jobs, the benefits and career advancement? Oh, they all went to India. India, They're right. outsourced. People ha- hate the illegals because they're Mexicans. If it was really about Jews, why aren't people voting out all the politicians who help outsource our, what is that, our economy and refuse to raise the minimum wage, says Arne Hialeah. What do the Jews got to do with that, you know? I don't know. What would you think about that comment? That's a plot. Yeah, what about the Indians, man? This, this guy, no, people don't hate the illegals. In fact, I don't think people hate them, period. I think that they just pissed off because they're here right. illegal. He says they hate the illegals because they're Mexicans. No, because they're illegal. We have a system of immigration. It's a country of laws, okay? You don't just pick and choose and decide, well, I'm going to come in and I want this and I want that and I want a better way of life. There's a lot of people who want a better way of life. And by the way, not all of them want to come to America. I don't see zillions and zillions of people just sneaking across the Canada-U.S. border to go into the U.S., do you? No. I wonder why, what that's all about. Huh? And maybe because the people here have a pretty damn good, eh? 
Maybe because things aren't so bad. Maybe because they're not living like schleppers like in Mexico. And they're not making babies like cockroaches because they don't pay too much attention to the Pope here. They don't even read any Pope here. How do you like that? Which is a very good choice on our part, eh? 11.15, the QM. Boy, the pressure is building, man. I think I'm going to have a gigantic... Oh, man. You're going to have to dump it because when that sound comes across, yeah. Joyce, she'll be able to smell it. That's all right. We can dump gigantic. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. You know, South Florida is famous for its trade shows. There are boat shows, car shows, bridal shows, home shows, art fairs galore, and more. Now, if you're a trade show exhibitor, the one game you need, to, the one name and game you need to know is Pubset. Pubset creates the absolute top of the line attention grabbing, steal customers from the competition trade show displays. Call 954-772-7275 right now, and Pubset will get you all set for success. Don't forget now, when it comes to design, printing, posters, banners, and especially trade show displays, Pubset's been doing the very best for 14 years. 954. 772-7275. Write it down for Pubset. It's 954-772-7274. What did I say? 772-7275. It was close. One well, just one number off. It's like I missed on that lotto that day. From design to setup, Pubset can handle all your trade show needs. And rest assured that Pubset will separate you from the competition. Don't look second rate. You only get one chance to look great. Pubset is the way to do it. Call 954-772-7275, like I said, or go to PubsetSF.com. For top-notch design, trade show graphics, and displays, Pubset's the smart way to do it. Look for my ugly-ass picture on your building along Dixie Highway just north of Commercial Boulevard, and then call Pubset today at 954-772-7275. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. We want to work, don't be a jerk. We'll cut your grass, don't be an ass. Excellent idea. Yeah. All the illegals can move with Condoleezza and her, um, and her partner, whoever that might be. I think I have a pretty good idea. Life partner? Yeah, her life partner. Somebody looks like Madeline Albright. 21 past 11 at 560 WQAM. 1,074 votes on the pool. Well, I got some important stuff on here, man, including driver arrested in road rage attack on Jason Taylor. You saw that guy. You already told me yeah, that. Yeah. Well, what a, oh, boy, he looks strange. But speaking of strange, just amazing how we keep going back to the same crooks again. 
Ahmed Chalabi, the man who helped provide cooked intelligence on Iraq to the Pentagon and New York Times, is once again being engaged by the U.S. in policy decisions on Iraq and Iran. Right, Remember, right. he gave all of our secrets mm-hmm. to Iran, and so now we're going to sign him up again. Well, we might want to cook something up on them. I got all kinds of good stuff. And, Emma, this, this story just, this is what they ought to be screaming about instead of the Duke and the lacrosse players and all of that crap. MSNBC confirms outed CIA agent Valerie Plame was working on Iran. And the story that they had last night on NBC News was, or maybe I saw it on MSNBC, was that once she was outed and, of course, was no longer useful as a uh, CIA agent, uh, that, that cut off their ability to really uh, be on the inside and around, know what that was going on. So, so now they're just floundering around and making all kinds of threats and uh, posturing and uh, et cetera and so on. We're going to nuke you, yeah, because, uh, you know, because obviously politics and getting even and smearing and smearing Joe Wilson was more important than keeping her identity secret. So I'm thinking that all the people involved, and that including that unctuous Bob Novak, that old bullfrog Bob Novak, they all ought to be on death row. Right. People involved in that. And speaking of crooks, uh, Silvio Berlusconi today is the day he officially threw in the towel. One of the world's biggest crooks, a real fascista if there ever was one. He makes Mussolini look like Ted Kennedy. That's how far to the right he is, Silvio Berlusconi. Fascist, they finally resigned, you know. They tried to find other ways. He called up Bush to see if they could fix the election, and uh, Bush said, sorry, pal, I can't help you out. It's too late. Catherine Harris has got her own problems. 1,077 votes on that poll, man. We're only 7 to 10 minutes away from the beginning of, could be the beginning of something good. Remember that song, This Could Be the Start of Something Big? Steve Lawrence and Edie Gorm used to sing that. I'm sure I don't have that. I'm trying to think. No, no, that's in the 50s. I'm trying to think who once said Edie Gorm on the air. I don't know. Some idiot. Probably uh, Rush Limbaugh. And uh, it could either be that, or this could be the start of the, this this is the end. Remember the doors. This Uh is the end, my friend. Could be that. I don't know. Rock solid. WQAM, illegal line. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Hey, what's up, Neil? Neil, you hey. know what? I what? take one of these illegal Mexican immigrants that works hard and provides for the family any day before an African-American that sits on a milk crate. In okay, great. Okay. Not that he's racist or anything like right. that, and I did the dumb. Five six seven oh five sixty pounder. You you would take one, in other words, for what? For like your slave? Is that it? That's right. That's one of your people, by the way. Sound like he's from Nicaragua? Probably. Go back to Nicaragua, okay? Go back with Isabel de Casada to Nicaragua. Uh, do we actually have anybody? I know we got that professional Elliot Rodriguez is still on here on Channel Four. God, he he gives me spilkies. Remember, and of course, then there's always spilkies in array. WQAM, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Yeah, I'd like to speak to Neil. Speaking. Hey, Neil, I got a great plan. You kind of touched on it yesterday. Every one of these people, when they apply, if they're going to allow them to become citizens, the very first thing they got to do is serve in the draft. I mean, after all, it's time of war. I say send them to Iraq, baby. All the illegals go to Iraq. I agree. They want to be proud Americans. Let's give them a Visa, MasterCard, and send them to Iraq. You got it, boss. Take care. Okay, put them right there on the front lines, eh? Goose up that army. I mean, Colin Powell said we didn't send enough troops. Let's just train these bastards and say, okay, go over there and uh, kick some ass, okay? And I bet they got some nice low-paying wages. Uh, wage I mean, jobs how, how, about, how about inst- instead of picking uh, cotton and grapes and lettuce, how about picking a good fight with some of them uh, schmuck right. heads? Picking land Some of the terrorists. That's right. Pick this. 5670560. Oh, I, I think I got it like, you know, I think maybe I have a pinched nerve in my neck. Would that affect my shoulder, too? Yes. How, well, what do you do for that? Uh... Well, Not much, I guess. Wait, uh, take a muscle relaxer, or go see a specialist. Go see a specialist to do what? To uh, to look at your neck to X-ray it to make sure that that's what's going on there. Well, what do you mean by Notice that? I didn't say the C word. 
I see. So in other words, like a, a tumor like, in my like neck? A, like a real doctor. No, a, they can x-ray your neck to see if there is indeed a pinched nerve or inflammation or something yeah. like that. Well, what's the C word got to do with that? The chiropractor. Oh, you didn't say that C word. I thought no, you were talking about C-word. cancer. Yeah, like no, the t- no, no, not that guy. Oh, well, why not? Oh, chiropractor, I don't... Uh, my brother right. was a chiropractor right. for years. I'm out of that. That's no. right. Uh, that, that would be the last thing I would do. And I'm, I just waited out. I think you had a good idea. Maybe get some of them uh, extra sanct, those uh, bursitis aspirins, you know? Mm-hmm. There's nothing like... That's what Joyce told me. There ain't nothing like good aspirin. In fact, the ratings are coming out pretty soon, speaking of that. Uh, 26 past 11 at QAM. Rectum. Oh, man. The pressure is on. Can you just imagine? Woo! Clarence, poor Clarence, man. He was in there this morning. He's just shedding tears like Alice and Alice in uh, Wonderland. And then Hank ripping all over his ass because yesterday, uh, Clarence and the Beast had to beg Hank to stay on past 9-10 because he had that big celebrity golf tournament to go to. They had to beg and plead with him. They had to, like, uh, negotiate. They had to bring in the negotiator to quit playing Pinochle on The Godfather. Hey, if you think you have bugs, termites in your home, you better call Ridded Pest Control today for a free termite inspection because now's the time. You know, now's the officially made the tooth. Now's the time to get started chewing up your house. Ridded Pest Control uses that amazing orange oil treatment that kills termites and termite eggs 100% on contact. They're gone faster than you can say, God help us when the book comes out. If you have termites, it's the best possible way to get rid of them. You don't have to tent your home like any. We've all seen that. Boy, that, that looks so bad. It's an embarrassment. No worrying about poisonous gas. No moving out or hotel stays. No worrying about food or pets and your health. They treat your home with this amazing orange oil. You don't have to leave it all. In fact, when they're done treating your property, the only thing left behind is the clean set of oranges for a few days. You'll be running around sniffing all over the place. Mmm, it's a machaya. It's true. If you have a termite problem or think you might have one starting, call Ridded Pest Control right now and nip it in the bud and find out about their amazing orange oral treatment that kills termites and termite eggs 100% on contact. No kidding, no BS, no kidding. Call right now for a free inspection. Absolutely no obligation. Call 1-800-447-4348. That's 1-800-447-4348. When you call, be sure and tell them that Todd Dreck told you to call. You can't beat him with a stick. 1-800-447-4348. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. W-I-O-D. Oh, I hate that station. Thank you again, Mr. President, for those low gas prices. Any second now, any second they're going to bring bring you uh, my back pages for the birds. I got my stapler all set here. I got a hole. I got a ream over there, man. Really? I got a big ream because I think the Grim Reamer is going to be coming any minute. 
Now, this story you just faxed me, which you notice it was sent to us by from University Dodge. Don't forget, uh-huh. Bo Camper at 2 this afternoon. A pleasant relief from... Oh, God. You notice I mentioned that to Clarence this morning, and the response was the sounds of silence. You notice that? Yeah, yeah. that's it. That's Nothing. Nice. Yeah, the fix is in. That, that's already pretty much a done deal. The, the guy that they want on the very least, the annoying, the, the fingernail on the blackboard sound, that's what we're trying to inflict. Can't understand why we still got those one shares in there between two and four. I just can't wait to see this, you know, the revolving door from two to four. And to show about an aggressive management we got, here's the story that they faxed me from uh, down the street where the moo cow is. Broward County Commissioners finalized an agreement today that makes WIOD 610 the county's official emergency information radio station during hurricanes. Well, guess what? WIOD? Oh, I hate that station. Beside that. Remember this last Wilma? Uh-huh. And I volunteered to work on the day you know, when we really had the big blow. Right. And they said, well, uh, we, we don't know if we're going to bring anybody in there who can work the board that day. And by, I mean, I could have done the show on that Monday. It was a Monday. I'll never forget it. Mm-hmm. And so they gave me the day off. Yeah. I, I could have worked. I mean, there was no hurricane here. It was just fine. Sun was shining. Black squirrels were running around. By the way, have you ever seen black squirrels? Sure. Where was that? All over the place. Really? Here in North Carolina. I've never seen any in Florida. Yeah. Here we got like a whole bunch of black squirrels. Anyway, the 24-hour news station has agreed to broadcast all of Broward's media briefings and emergency announcements during a hurricane. They'll also promote hurricane and emergency preparation events on the air for the county. In exchange, the station will be promoted as the official emergency news outlet in all of Broward's hurricane materials, such as preparation guides sent to the public. <coughs> because so many people are without electricity after a major storm, they'll depend on radio news. The agreement will make the station one of the most listened to broadcast outlets following a storm. The commissioners will vote on their agreement at their meeting today at 10 o'clock. In fact, they're meeting over there. It's already a done deal. 10 o'clock this morning. It's uh, signed, sealed, delivered. How do you like that, huh? Mm-hmm. So my, the point I'm making is that if we have enough hurricanes this year that hit South Florida, and we have, uh, well, let's hope not, but a Wilma-like situation, I'm not working those days. Well, what's the point? Yeah. Wouldn't you agree? I don't think any of us should. No, we'll just, we'll just lay out. We'll just probably have uh, you know a golf game to play in the rain. Something like that, because what's the point? We don't want to compete, and Brian, you know, we sit back. Well, we don't know anything about news, and we don't really have, that's not up our alley. And what does that have to do with sports anyhow? Oh, Jesus. Remember what I was saying? Is that yeah. in case of any kind of a national emergency or local emergency, hurricanes, uh, terrorist attacks, this would be one of the last stations most people would turn to, not because of this show, but because of the fact that what does it have to do with sports? Just like on 9-11, and there's the squeaky one saying, Ah, oh, what would we say about it? we got to talk sports. Why do we want to interrupt our program? We, what are we going to say about it? While the planes were hitting the World Trade Center, this little silly-ass twerp was sitting there uh, squealing crap. And it took us like an hour and a half before we finally got the common sense to, you know, put the TV sound audio on there and let the public know what that was going on. That, that, that day, to me, that was the epitome. When you say sports bar with a microphone, I would say irresponsible sports bar with a microphone. Even in a, I bet you even in a sports bar, they probably turned on CNN on 9 11. Wouldn't you think so? I would have thought. If they were hanging out in the bar that early in the day? I, I would have think so. They probably turned on the Certainly Not News Network to see what the hell was going on. As opposed to going like, what are we going to say about it? <laughs> what a simpleton, man. What a simpering idiot. But, you know, he's part of that triumvirate there. He, uh, he Robert Creeper, and uh, Clarence are doing some three ways. And then once in a while, the beast kind of piles on. So anyway, you, you saw that movie with, no, I don't think you did see the one I was telling you about, with Rob uh, Lowe and James Spader. Bad influence. 
I, I think I saw a part of it, but never. Uh, no. Yeah, it, it was it was pretty interesting, except for the ending was as usual. You no, know, decent movie, bad ending. A lot of right. boobies. They need to work it. A lot of flesh. Yeah. Yeah, all you uh, desperados out there, there was uh, Rob Lowe's ass. Rectum. Yeah, not not a big deal, believe me. His small ass, but uh, and, but a lot of uh, nudity. You'd like that. But uh, and a good storyline about how Rob Rob Lowe. We never do find out though why he's decided to do this. You know what? That's kind of left up in the air. Why he's like decided to invade James Spader's life and is uh, you know, just just pretty much taking over the whole deal. The best scene in the whole movie, though, when they're having the reception, James Spader and his fiancée, and hers, they're all dressed up in tuxedos, and it's a very formal occasion, and all these stuffy people are there, and the prospective father-in-law is there, and the whole family, the Gansa Mishpacha, and Rob Lowe sticks in the VCR, a tape he made of James Spader uh, nailing this bra that he hooked him up with the night before, and he's got the videotape. And he just happens to oh, pop right. it in there, and they're, <laughs> and they're all screaming, and the father-in-law is chasing him down the street. You son of a bitch! You know, it's great. Well, he wanted to emancipate him from this sow that he was going to get married to. I'm sure yeah. you can understand that. No. <laughs> That's a true friend. Woo! Well, I'm looking at the clock, boys and girls, and it looks like 20 till noon to me. Looks like 11.40 in North America in the Eastern Time Zone to me, Eastern Daylight Time. And I don't hear any shrying. I don't hear any clapping. I don't hear, hey, hey, screaming. I don't hear nothing. You ain't got nothing yet? Nothing yet. I ain't seen nothing yet. Oh, my God. Well, we better do the break because when we come back, I might have piles here. This is Neil Rogers. You don't know about the aroma. This is 562 QAM. Uh, I, I think. No. It's hard to think, see? Hey, you're doing great. You just gotta, you just gotta be quiet. Okay. Not too long, okay, baby? I love you, Tom. Okay, I love you too, baby, but just stay quiet, okay? <laughs> I said quiet. You're not Catholic anymore. You're a Scientologist. I know it hurts. Tell me I love you. Okay, I I know you love me. Just be quiet. So this is not the first page. This is some other crap. No. Now, how no, is that just, possible? No. Well, they just now handed me hot off the presses the 12 plus. You want me to? Are they smiling? Or are they frowning? Are they like beating uh, each other with chains? Ambivalent. So I don't know if you even looked at them. Ambivalent. Well, these are 12 plus. Right. So it doesn't mean too much. You want these? You want me to waste uh, your paper? With oh these? yeah, I want everything. All right, here comes. I want it all because this is the book. This is the book. And you know what the Lord said? The good book tells you that. Uh, yeah. Don't forget, it's not important that we succeed, but that the people we don't like fail. Now, here's the story you just faxed me in a false alarm that I thought, here comes the first page. Man, this was exciting. Got my staple all in position here. Karen McDonald, a mother charged with snatching her 11-year-old son and fleeing the country, told a judge Monday that she feared her ex, her gay ex-husband was trying to turn their son gay. gay. How do you do that? What's well, like that McDonald, voicemail that we made, got, remember? McDonald, who made the statement when the jury was out of the courtroom during her third day of trial, has admitted that she abducted her son from a Broward prep school in 2001 and fled with him to Costa Rica. An artist now living in Key West, she defended her actions by alleging that she did so because of her ex-husband's gay lifestyle. The jury was removed from the courtroom as the judge decided what portions of her testimony, including details about her ex-husband's sexual past, would be heard by the jury. Later, when the jury returned, McDonald talked about how during their marriage she suspected he was gay, described how he started wearing tight-fitting clothes, and looked a little gay. Not, a, not very gay, he looked a little gay, you know, like... Medium gay. I don't know. Yeah. 
I didn't understand how somebody can be straight and then be gay, she said, shaking her head. McDonald, who faces up to five years in prison if convicted, painted herself as a devoted wife who cared for her husband. They married in 88 in Fort Lauderdale in 89. She discovered she was pregling. They divorced in 97. The Herald was unsuccessful in reaching her husband's lawyer last night. McDonald wearing a crisp blue business suit and her hair pulled back in a dip. In court described for the jury how her son told her about a man in her father's home cooking pancakes for breakfast while wearing pajamas. At first, her son liked her father's lover, Carlos Diaz, but she said that later her son told her that he hated Diaz and that Diaz had massaged him on his buttocks Rectum. several times. Oh, no. The allegation became part of the custody battle, and the courtroom guardian for the boy in 2001 recommended that Diaz could not have contact with the boy. And yada, yada. It's, uh, you know, one of those stories in the naked city. Okay, here we go, 12-plus boys and girls. Here we go. Here's the moment that everybody's been waiting for. A lot of people all whipped up. They're all, everybody in the business is sitting at the edge of their radio right now. 12-plus. Winter book, 2006. January, February, March, Marshall. Number one. Up from number three in the fall. Top 105. Oh. We haven't got a chance in this thing. This is the the heaviest ethnic uh, book I have ever seen in my life. Holy cow. No speaking English, Aki, man. Whoa! Wow. Holy moly. W, a hot from a 5.6 up to a 6.7. Radio Amor goes from fifth up to number two from a 5.2 share to a 6.6. CMQ from a 5.9 up to a 6.1. Life is fourth. Radio Mambi even went up with a 5.1. Holy moly, WEDR dropped from first to sixth, though. What's that all about? From a 6.0 to a 5.0. Now, if you want to go into the English language, let's see. Power from a 4.2 down to a 3.6. Oh, boy. Must be that new consultant. Big, 2.4 to a 3.2. There you go. Kiss, 2.5 to a 2.9. That's with a new GM over there, or with no GM. WIOD, this is the total week, went from a 4.0 to a 2.8. But just wait. You think that's bad. WQAM, I mean, we're way down on the third page, from a 2.0 to a 1.4, 12 plus. Uh, well, 12 plus ain't our demo, but that sure don't look too promising, man. WINZ, Scare America, 1.9 down to a 1.2. They didn't find anybody speaking English in this thing. Waxy, our buddies across the street from a 1.1 uh, in the fall book to a oh. 0.7. They're tied for number 26, and we're tied for number 22 in 12 plus. These numbers are a disgrace. What did I tell you, man? What did I tell you? The end of the universe, or we have been struck by lightning. Holy moly. And last is WWFE, Radio Fay. What do you say about that? Okay, let's. here's the day parts. Now, again, 12 plus means everybody from 12 to 100, for those of the uninitiated, which if you've listened to this show for any length of time, you're a radio, you know more about the ratings than our manager. Right. We still might have a Because we've educated. What? Still, for those new listeners. 6 to 10 a.m., morning dive. And that's probably what we did. Number one, Hot 105, 8.2 share, man, up two points from the fall. Radio Amor, oh, man, this is hopeless. We ain't got a prayer. We don't speak the right language. Mornings, WIOD went from a 3.8, plus down to a 2.7. Power 96, 3.1 down to a 2.7. Where's Magic? Are they still on the air in here? Kiss, 2.5, they stay the same. They're flat. Have you ever heard their music? It's pretty flat. WQAM from a 1.7 from 21st down to a 1.3, 12 plus. WINZ, Scare America from a 1.5 down to a oh. 0.9. 50,000 watts of power, and in morning drive, they're doing a 0.9. Waxy from a 1.2 down to a oh. 0.7. 
So far, they haven't they haven't cracked a zero in any uh, demo. I mean, this is 12 plus. You answer that, but that's right. Now 10 to 3. This could be really embarrassing. And I have a feeling it's going to be. Oh, it's not good, but it's not that bad. I just seen it out of the corner of my fly. CNQ FM, no speaking English, i.e. 7.2, number one. Up up six tenths of a point from the fall. Kicking ass. Kicking big Hispanic ass. Radio Amor went for it. Now, they, what the hell what happened with them, man? They start playing Luis Miguel records all day? Oh, I don't know. From a 4-8 number five to a 6-6. Six, six. They just, they had either a lot of wired diaries or all of a sudden they caught on. What else? Life. Radio Mambi, that's all old. Old Julio's with green teeth. HQT, that's Hot 105. Glove 94. Nobody listens to Glove 94. They lie. Magic went up in the morning. Nice going, Ricky Terry, in midday. I don't know what he did in the morning. But this, is again, is 12+. plus. Doesn't mean anything, Rick. Like I said, put the hat back on. WIOD dropping from a 5.8 to a 3.9. And we drop from a 2.9 to a 2.4 in 12+. plus. Oh, oh. Remember that song by the Edwin Hawkins singers, Oh, Happy Day? Yeah. This one's called Oh Unhappy Day. I and mean, didn't I predict it? Haven't I been saying this all along? It was going to be a disaster. A disaster. Oh, ha oh Unhappy Day. The Edwin Hawkins Singers, boys and girls. Put your hands together and say a little prayer. Say a, say a big prayer. Say a bracha. Man. Uh, QBA, let's see. WYNZ, 2-2-0-1-2 midday. Two, two to one. They lost like half of their 12-plus audience. Ready for that? And Waxy from a point nine, just when you thought they couldn't get any lower. And that sterling entertainment that they're delivering right now to a oh. point eight. They actually went down a little bit. Of course, they, when you're only doing a point nine, you can't go down that much. Right? Right. Now, three to seven. Oh, thank heaven for three to seven. I don't know how we're going to do. Boy, these, this is in my lifetime. I, even in IOT, all those years. Mm -hmm. It's been a long time since I can remember this. 3 to 7 p.m. persons, 12 plus. Radio Amor, number one, baby. Radio Amor. Nobody listens to anything except WAMR. Radio Amor. See that cruise records 24-7. Life, Hot 105, WEDR, CMQFAMA. Power 96 went down, 490041. Magic, 3739. A little bit, uh, went up a little, not much. Radio Mambi again. Oh, God. WIOD dropped in the afternoon. That's the Schmidtmeister from a 4-1 to a 3-2. The Schmidtmeister. Where the hell are we? Even Radio Suave, the uh, Colombian uh, broadcasting system, 2.5, down from a 3.3. Whatever the hell they, what do they call that? El Caracol? Something like that. I'll take your WINZ, 2.8218. And WQAM, oh, my God. Oh. Oh, my God. I'm never going to be the same again. You know what? What are you going to do about it? You fairy. 1.2. 1.2. I mean, Okay. And then Waxy from a 1.3 down to a oh. 0.8. That must be that clever Danny LeBastard and Stugatz. Nobody's speaking English in this uh, book. They must have made an adjustment, all right. In fact, maybe they took maybe they took the numbers to a chiropractor to get an that adjustment. Well, that's all I got. I got the first page of 12 plus 7 at midnight. And then, oh, here's the rest of it. And that's all they brought you so far? Yeah. They're, they, you know what they're probably doing? They're probably committing Harry Carey in there. Well, somebody better roll a camera. I'm telling you. I guarantee you they're probably in there all committing group Harry Carey. Or maybe they're just uh, digging up Harry Carey. That really flash my ass a little bit. Yeah, I agree with that, Harry. Seven to midnight. We don't care about that, do we? I mean, I've got it here, and I'm stapling all these things together. But Hot 105, Radio Amor. That, that, that's it. Those are the only two stations with the, uh, the big, big story here, man. Hot 105 and Radio Amor. As ethnic as it gets. Do we even show up at night? Of course, that January, February, March, that's the, um, Mar the uh, uh, Panther book. 
Oh, now this has got to be a joke. Are we are we on here anywhere? Do, do we even list our call letters? Are we uh, did we sign off the air at night? Oh my God! Do you want to know what we got? Did you look at this? No, I didn't. I want you to put one hand on each side of your seat. All right. Let me grab a bucket. Oh no! Hang on, real tight. Yeah, grab that bucket down there to your left. In the fall book, one point five. This is twelve plus. In the winter book, a oh point four. <laughs> Even Waxy beat us tonight with an 0.6. We are second to last. They rank 33 stations in here, and we're tied for 31st, but we're really 32nd at night. Number 32. Nice going, Joe. You're doing it, baby. Oh! Good golly, Miss Freakin' Molly. And, of course, we have this eviscerating signal that nobody can hear. Now, now is either one of you have listened? Because I know neither one of you listen to the radio station. That's the problem. <laughs> That's cute. You're funny. No, well, I'm just, uh, I know you don't. What about Josh? I do. Okay, now have you heard uh, this Spanish language interference? Um, I, I, I mean, it's the the signal itself that's the worst thing to me. It's not the uh, the Spanish. Yeah, the signal sucks. We know that, but I'm, I'm just asking you. Have you noticed a deterioration? Is it? Can we? You know, sometimes the, I do. Sometimes I don't. And sometimes it's just as well. Right. Boy, I mean, we're we're talking about numbers here that are like as close to being off the air. When you see a point four at night. Like I said, thank God for those Marlins. This is Neil Rogers. Even if they lose every game. This is 560 QAM. Mohammed and David. And this portion of the Neil Rogers 12 to 1 hour is brought to you by the letter 12. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Slices of pizza. All for me. WQM with David to live in infamy. Now, that was the end, huh? That was it? Yeah, apparently that's all we're getting. Well, what do you mean that's all we're getting? Well, that's all I've got. I don't understand what you just said. That's all we're getting? Well, I don't know where the rest of the numbers are, but they ain't making their way in here. Well, how the hell is that possible? Maybe they're being intercepted. Being intercepted? Yeah, by the Department of Homeland Security or well, something. Well, you better I don't go out know. there in the hall, huh? I've already sent authorized agents out in the hallway to try to track the numbers down. Yeah, what the hell's and, going uh, on with us? That, that quit uh, puking out this stuff a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And you and I both know that's not the way those numbers come down, man. It's like an assembly line. They oh. keep puking and puking and puking. Like... Coming down is the word. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, man, I'll tell you, that number there at night, that, that's as close to being off the air as is physically possible. A oh. point four. Wow. 
Rush Limbaugh declared victory uh, yesterday in his long-running fight to clear his name after signing a deal with prosecutors that will dismiss a prescription fraud charge against him in 18 months if he complies with the terms. Slap on a wrist. Under the deal filed yesterday, he cannot own a gun, must submit to random drug tests, and has to continue treatment for his acknowledged addiction to painkillers. He's popping him. And probably can't talk to Wilma no more either. But he did not have to admit guilt and continues to proclaim his innocence on his radio show. He's just, uh, you know, a misunderstood guy that says everybody else who gets hooked on drugs is a slime ball and a uh, piece of crap and ought to be on death row. But in his case, he had a back problem, you know. Maybe I can get some of those, um, what the was he popping? Oxys. Oxys. Maybe I can get some Oxys for my shoulder. You think that would help? Yeah, it would help. I'll tell you one thing. Help a lot of these numbers. <laughs> Well, no, seriously, where, where is the rest of the uh, book? Look, Miguel came in here to ask to look at my copy of the numbers, and I didn't have any, and he ran out to find uh, our copy of the numbers and yeah. has not been able to find them. Is that the same yet. Miguel that didn't, won't give you the number and how much we raised on that charity thing? Oh, I forgot to ask. Out of well, sight. something's coming across my machine now. Did and, you send it? Uh, yeah, but it's not the numbers. It's just some oh, Some crap? Just some crap, right. So here's another false alarm. That's two, like, in about 20 minutes, two false alarms. Oh. Man, holy, look at the look at the length of this fax. Yeah, I'd ought to kill enough time for those numbers to show up. It says that effing figures, the government chooses a radio station whose transmitter and studios are co-located on a damn island in the middle of the bay. What happens when the big one comes right in through downtown Miami from the east? WID will be in the North Eye Wall with the worst winds and storm surge. I was in Country Walk during Andrew and remember seeing the huge concrete power poles being pushed over and the Channel 6 TV tower in a twisted heap in the middle of a grove in South Dade. If I'm not mistaken, I saw a report a few years back about the condition of the WIOD tower, and it wasn't pretty. That is correct. Metal towers don't respond well to extreme marine environments that the WIOD tower is subject to, is sitting in. If it were up to me, I would set up something like your situation. You would have the sufficient infrastructure to provide rapid and concise information without having to worry about adverse conditions. It amazes me that not one government remembers why the response was so poor in New York immediately after the attacks on 9-11. The leadership up there, looking only for prestige, placed all of their assets in one place. The main radio transmission site and emergency operations center were both in the WTC, the World Trade Center. When they lost that, they were screwed, as we will be trying to get information of the hurricane scenario that I laid out comes about. That's right. See, if they could just keep these things on here, because I got my uh, cable here, I got my Internet, center, just like I had during Wilma. I could have been on the air that day, puking out some uh, pretty important crap. Find out about the closings and the uh, coordinates and the this and the that. You know, giving people a reason to tune in. But no, because we didn't want to risk anybody's life and limb having them come in there. Who We had somebody come in, but the deal was he didn't know how to run the board well enough to put the show on the air. Th that was the story that was out there. You ready for that? Okay. I, I, yeah, I was ready, willing, and able. But, of course, being out of touch, I mean, what the hell would I have known about Hurricane Wilma, That's right? That's right. That's correct. 1,170 votes on the poll. If we don't start getting some more numbers in there within about the next two or three minutes, I'm, I'm told that like, uh, Joe and Clarence locked themselves in Clarence's office with the numbers. Well, so, well what, what does that mean? It means just what I said. They locked themselves in, so in other words, they're not going to give me the numbers this uh, for the first time in 100 years since we've been know. doing this on like 18 different radio stations? I don't think you or anybody else. Well, that, you know, I'll tell you what that is right now. Oh, we're fine. No, I think it's fine. acceptable is what it is. They locked themselves in. Maybe they're doing something in there. With the numbers. No, with some number. 1,170 votes on a poll. How did Illegal Alien Day affect you? Not at all, 841. 72%. Not at all, like me. Didn't bother my ass. Much less traffic, 196. Spent extra money, 59. Didn't go to work, 21. I hate this poll, 18. Didn't go shopping, 14. Didn't open my business, 12. Dose. I think that's what I got, a bad dose. Worse traffic than usual, 9. And didn't go to school, none. None. Well, good for you kids. We don't have any kids anyway. 
So, so what's the deal? I have an update. Yes? They're making copies as we speak, but the machine ran out of paper, so now they're running together. Oh, give the me this. I got, I got paper up the paper. ass, man. The machine ran out of paper. What, what kind of... Oh, my God. Even under the old regime, when the book would come out, these numbers would come in like off an assembly line, man, like a General Motors. See, I would have played a fart sound there, but we can't do that no more. No. And we're paying a wicked price for that, too, man. I hope you're real happy, Joyce, that you're really, like, suppressing the audience, our ability to get any numbers. Yeah. Which I... even your new General Mangler said that, Clarabelle. Tried to tell them that. Tried to do a show with our hands tied behind our back. Man. Can't play this, and we can't say that, and we can't do that. Why? Because they're incompetent. Because the Banjo Boy Group, Inc. is uh, totally incompetent, uh, and they're scared of their own shadow. And the fact that they're locked in there right now, why the hell are they making? Who's making copies? Don't tell me don't Clarabelle's know. making copies. Oh, I don't All know. come out looking like Howdy Doody's head. I, I don't know what's going on out there. Can we get, like, a spy report? Thank Can we God. get like stick uh, your head out the door there. and uh, Yeah, stick I... your head out, okay? Stick the head out, there and if goes. anybody grabs for you, you know it'll be Duff. You fairy! He's running out there. He's running out in the uh, hall. Get the chalk! <laughs> I didn't oh. see anybody making copies unless they went down to the uh, yeah, Maybe they went to the side. other side. This, you know, this is the biggest <laughs> production, and, and they can only postpone the inevitable so long, you know? Because if they don't want to turn those numbers loose, look at them from someplace else. Remember, we had to do that one other time. We got mm -hmm. uh, I don't remember what the hell it was we got. But, you know, we'll get them by hook or by crook. So quit holding back, okay? They must be really bad if they're, like, uh, you know, playing fast and loose like the old caboose. Katrina Vanden Heuvel says apparently when Republicans were urging Americans to get tough on crime, they were doing it to protect us from themselves. Just last week, Carl Rove went back to testify to the grand jury for the fifth time. We learned that the FBI is investigating the possible bribing by two defense contractors, Representative Duke Cunningham and other unnamed lawmakers with free prostitutes. Then there was my old nemesis, Rush Limbaugh. Like most bullies, Limbaugh, who still finds it funny to refer to Hurricane Katrina as Hurricane Katrina Vanden Heuvel, is better at dishing out the pain than taking it. He was arrested on Friday and charged with prescription drug fraud, a felony, for buying 2,000 painkillers prescribed by four different doctors in a six-month period. But oh, what a difference an arrest makes. In the past, Rush argued that drug users ought to be accused and they ought to be convicted, and they ought to be sent up. Instead of going to jail, however, Limbaugh accepted a deal that requires him to pay a $30,000 fine About 30, man. and serve 18 months of supervised probation to make certain he continues his treatment for drug addiction. Some have expressed sympathy for Limbaugh, but before anybody writes a check to his defense fund, think about the distraught person who drives the short straw and is stuck supervising the blowhard for 18 months. Talk about a job no American wants. Maybe some of the illegals can take that job and supervise okay. Rush. They'll do it Maybe he'll share his oxys with you. <sighs> Okay, neither that. So, so what's the story? Well, I got there, the, there is no story? I got a stack right here. I'm feeding them into the machine. Oh, you got a stack. Feet. Well, then why didn't you tell me that? Jesus. It just came God. in. Now, who gave it to you? Clarence. Clarence, now what did he look? He looked like uh, somebody just stole his parakeet? Hang on. It, uh, he didn't look happy. Didn't look happy. Can't imagine why after seeing these 12-plus numbers. And what did, I, what did I tell you before the show went on here this morning? What did yeah. I say to you? Huh? Yeah. And what did I tell him? What did I say to our junior program director? What did I say? Yeah. See, these, these people think that we just open up the microphone and make some pulsing sounds in the transmitter, and all of a sudden everybody in the world is going to be listening. Now, I realize that this is a very ethnically and ethnically driven book. There's no question about that. The diaries fell in a lot of, uh, you know, spo-inch, hands. There's no question about that. But that having been said, when you look at those numbers there, man, it's enough to make a grown man cry. Ain't it? Yes, it is. 
Miami Dolphins linebacker Jason Taylor was cut on the arm during that. We had that yesterday. Taylor refused medical treatment, issued a statement from Tampa yesterday morning where he was participating in that charity golf tournament. Uh, Davy police gave an account of what happened based on their interview with Taylor, and they got a picture of this. This is one of the, what. When did this spaceship land? Taylor and his wife were driving south to the intersection of State Road 84 and Flamingo Road when he saw a red Ford pickup truck backing up in the wrong direction, heading directly toward the couple's car. Taylor honked his horn, but the car kept backing up at about 10 mph. The driver tried to swerve around Taylor's car, forcing the sports star to run off the road into the grass. Both vehicles stopped at Southwest 130th Avenue and 8th Street. Taylor got out of his car. The truck driver also got out and banged on Taylor's trunk. The other driver screamed profanities, threats, and racial slurs at Taylor. Now, I got news for you. How can slurs, scream racial slurs at Jason Taylor? He, he's maybe one shade darker than this guy. He's about as light as light, not even mocha. Taylor told police that the man grabbed and ripped his shirt, then retrieved an unknown metal object from inside his truck and attempted to cut Taylor with it. The linebacker stepped away but was cut on his forearm. Let me ask you something, Josh. Why would he step away? Why did he just kick his ass? I don't know. I would have. Big guy like Jason Taylor, man, a yeah. big macho guy like that, big ass-kicking guy, could have picked him up with one hand. The other driver got back into his truck, which was carrying another man, and drove away. Taylor followed him and dialed 911, but lost track of the truck somewhere near a trailer, a trailer park in Davie. The detectives later arrested Charles Redmond Burns, 25, at his home in Davie. He was charged with aggravated battery as a hate crime and resisting arrest. Police said Burns punched and kicked the officer who tried to handcuff him. When he tried to kick out the window of the police car, the officer sprayed him twice in the face with pepper spray, and he was taken to the Broward County Jail. Man, classy-looking guy. Okay, so did you look at these at all, or you just no, sent them to me? No, I just stuffed them right in you, the In other words, you don't have a strong enough stomach to look at them. That's the deal. And I, you know what? I don't well, blame you. It would have been delayed if I had uh, stopped to look at them. Uh, I, I just think you don't have enough stomach. i got to do the break. Yeah. Men 25 to 54, and Clarence didn't look happy, huh? Oh, man. More ethnic. Look at that. Look at that Ron and Paul in the morning, man. Oh, no, this is, uh, this is not day parts. That's overall. But that's God. They must have kicked ass. Radio big. 4-5 up to a 6-2. For big, overall. You ready for that? And what, what's that all about? Mm. Must be that great music, wouldn't you think? Sure, it must be. Is there a 6 to 10 a.m. thing in this thing before I do the break? Or is this all... I'm sure there is in somewhere, but I'm just talking yeah, about in my hand. I just want to see what I have in my hand. And believe me, it ain't good. 1213 wouldn't be the first time. 1213 at 560 WQAM. If you love boating, just about everybody in South Florida agrees with you. If you ever thought about buying a boat, there are a lot of hassles involved. Stop and think about it. Before you buy, call Club Nautico at 1-800-BOAT-RENT right now. Why would you want to pay the expenses of boat ownership and go through all the hassle when you can rent one totally hassle-free? Join the club, Club Nautico. Call 1-800-BOAT-RENT. You'll be surprised at just how easy it is. No docking costs, no expensive upkeep, no insurance, or dare I say it, hurricane preparation. With a boat from Club Nautico, it's totally stress-free and affordable, too. Call 1-800-BOAT-RENT. No getting the boat ready, no potchking around. Club Nautico does all the work for you. And no cleaning up either afterward. At Club Nautico, just hop on your boat and go. When you're done, pull into the dock, get off and leave. It's that easy. Club Nautico, call 1-800-BOAT-RENT. From unlimited boating to pay-as-you-go small boats to yacht charters, all of these things, it's Club Nautico. Call them at 1-800-BOAT-RENT and let Club Nautico tailor a plan to fit your needs and your budget. Get on the water today by calling Club Nautico at 1-800-BOAT-RENT. Oh, I had the uh, drum roll. Let's save it. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. 2554, 6 a.m. to midnight. Let me tell you. Instead of the morning. Huh? I gave you, I faxed the stack of paper that they gave me. Well, they gave you men 2554, 6 a.m. to midnight twice, and then they didn't wow. give us the morning number. They didn't give us 6 to 10 a.m. Better run out there in the hallway and grab somebody around the neck. This station stands for nothing. Mm-hmm. 
Glenn Turner used to be great here at QAM. Let me just say one thing. I absolutely want to puke. That's all. That's all I want to yeah. say. I absolutely want to puke. So how wow. do you? Did you get those morning numbers or what? I think I faxed them. No, you did not fax just them. Just now. Oh, just now. Well, it taking a little moment to get here. Wow. And when you see who's number one in midday, in, if you took a look at it. I did not. In men. WFLC, the coast. Oh, yeah. Of course. All the they men listen to the coast. The fall. This is the most screwed up rating book I have ever seen. Somebody ought to go to Arbitron and murder a bunch of people. I think that's the only way we're ever going to get to the bottom. I'm not saying that we are uh -huh. really sucking wind, because I told you that before. Right. But, I mean, this is just all over the place. I mean, everyday part. Kill some people. There you go. That might do it. The coast from ninth yeah. in men to number one with a 7.5. All the manly wire, men. How many wire diaries? How many uh, thousand wire diaries? Give me a break. Yeah, the guys like to listen to that during their construction jobs and whatnot. Right. Those Michael Bolton records, right. Followed by CMQ, No Speeding Lace, and Big. Oh, Big got some kisses, too, in here, and Hot. And we're number five, at least from 10 to 3. 10 to 2, we might actually uh, slip up a notch or two, but not much. Forget about spending, what I tell you? Forget about any bonus money, because you ain't going to see any. Yeah, no. Full bonus, half bonus, part bonus, little bonus, the onus. So let's see how the other guys did midday. Well, let's, let's see those guys across the street with that great humor of theirs. They went zooming up from a 1.7 to a 1.8. They're on the move, baby. Uh-oh. And the uh, 
Scare America middays went from a 2.6 share in the fall to a 1.5. Fell off the face of the globe, if you believe that. Afternoon drive, we got that. We still don't have mornings. Very interested in seeing that. Mornings. You see, like I told you before, they don't want to listen to anything I have to say to them, okay? They wouldn't listen before. They won't listen now. And they're stubborn. They know it all. They're going to do whatever the hell they want to do. So like I told you, just take the money. Is uh, your machine done puking? It, it's not doing anything. All right, let me try this again. Why, it didn't come through? Apparently not. Didn't come through on this end. Maybe my machine doesn't want those morning numbers. Maybe maybe it just is like, maybe it's boycotting. Maybe it's a bad number uh, boycott day. 3 to 7 p.m. men, 25 to 54, our coveted target demographic. WQAM has dropped from 9th in the uh, previous book with a 3.7, which was pretty weak, to a 2.4, 19th. Hey, ignore that first sheet. It's wrong. Oh. Nothing's coming yet. Waxy, before they start licking their chops, in the afternoon, you know, with Dan LeBaster and Stu Gonson and all their heavy hitters, they drop from a 3.1 to a 1.7. This is enough to make Sid the Kid Rosenberg's Cranstein uh, hop in the car and leave town. It's enough to make me do it. That's right. I left already. What about Scare America there in the afternoon? How are they doing? Oh, from a 3.5 to a 2.7. <coughs> and WYOD, remember how they were kicking ass in the fall? That's, That's right. Because it was the Hurricane Wilma book? Oh, you just made that up as an excuse. They dropped from a 5.9 from number one in the fall to a 3.6 number nine here. But again, this, this isn't just so ethnically screwed up. It's just, it's just, it doesn't make any sense. It's like these diaries were made out by a bunch of kids with crayons, Crayolas. Number one at night in men, WEDR, from a 5.8 in the fall to a 9.4 share at night. They are kicking some serious dark ass. Hot 105, number 275. Scare America, that's their big numbers at night. The rest of the day, they sucked wind. Why is this thing not printing anything out? I, I don't know. Uh-oh. Well, nothing's happening on it. I'm just telling you that for your benefits. You might want to do it again. All right. Now, what the hell was I just reading? I was reading those nights. Read it and weep. Seven to midnight, Waxy went up from a 1.5 to a 2.1. What the hell they got on at night? January, February, March. What the hell would they have on at night? Kevin Rogers. Well, they'd probably confuse him with... Hey, oh, God! And we went from a 2.1 to a oh. 0.7. I'll tell you one thing. We've been on the station for almost eight and a half years, and in that period of time, I don't recall any rating book where in our target demographic there was any day part that began with a... Oh! Huh? No. This is a record-breaking book. We are starting to come right down to the level of the competition across the street. We're getting in there with the oh. zeros and a one, one and a two, and, uh, you know, Lawrence Awelka. One and a two. Welcome to Lawrence Awelka Radio. So R4-8 there in men, which is a five-something when you take out the two, three-hour for sure, uh, may not be a gigantic hour, but compared to the rest of the day, we, we are towering above once again. Towering. And here comes the facts just started puking, man. That shower, tower of power, and let's go take a shower, because I yeah. feel unclean. Watch you get I feel unclean. Copies. Huh? You might get three copies of it now. Three copies of what? Uh, that, that's okay. <laughs> I just put a whole stack. I, got, I told you I got a ream, man. I don't got to run around to try to find fax paper. In fact, I got more office supplies coming today. I don't know why, though, seeing as how this is going to be my last week. God. I'll tell you one thing. The, uh, the lotto here, the 649 is 14 million, and the, the Super 7 is 35 million on Friday. I'm going to be playing heavily. I'm going to be playing real heavily, you know? Because what really frosts me is when you're dealing with people who are just are hard-ass, who obviously on the face of it don't know their ass from your elbow, and, and just give you a big song to dance and try to pacify and pacify. And you, you tell them things, and it's like that, that just are common sense. Even a child could see, and they won't listen to you. And a lot of the people in the audience work for idiots, too. 
But we work, we work for a special brand of idiots. I mean, these people are just like, uh, what did I tell you? Suspended animation, man. They're like helpless and hopeless. Here come those morning numbers. Now, why did you say the first page was wrong? I, I don't know, because Miguel said that's wrong. Uh, it is? Okay, well, I, well, I guess we so. stopped it in time, so. No. Big. Oh, see, there's no other. Ron and uh, old Paul. They, they, everybody's got a shot except us. Everybody's got a story somewhere. From 6-4 to a 9-1. I have never seen a book with more wired diaries. And, of course, that all had to be in the last month in March. Mm -hmm. Hot 105, number 2 with an 8-5. Radio Amor continues to astonish and astound. WXDJ, CMQFMA. Now, let's see. Where are the stations that care about magic? 3-0 to a 2-9. Like I said, Ricky, put the cap back on. He's flat. Old flat top. IOD from a 5-3 down to a 2-9. Anybody who's speaking English, man, we took it right up the old earlobe. I'm still looking here. Oh, boy. Well, that's not too bad. 2-5 down to a 2-1 in the morning. Not great. We dropped from a 5-0 to a 4-8. During the 10-3, that is. Right. What was that number again? 2-1 in the morning. How about Waxy? 2-4 down to a 1-6. So I told you, it's not important that we succeed, but that our uh, enemies across the street failed badly. Nice going, Joel. This We is suck, but you suck Rock. worse. This is 560 QAM. Anybody have a heart or a liver? MTV presents Prom Night Live. Yeah, baby. From the Chief Corsage. Oh, I love carnations as much as I love a root canal. To the limo. I've never kissed a guy, at least not there. To the late night barfarama. I, I got boots for all over my dress. MTV's Prom Night Live. And my shoes. And in my purse. 12.32 at 5.60 WQAM. Anybody out there, send us a life raft, please. Yeah. Anybody out there, can you hear us? Wow. A shocker. Nice going, Joe. You're really doing it, baby. I think this whole deal with what's happened in the last few months, it's been like career ending. For all of us. I noticed the cumin in the morning dropped almost in half and also in the afternoon precipitously. Our cumin went down a little bit, but not, nothing really tragic, you know, not a big change. But our drive times, man, went, and of course, uh, what can I say? Hank won't be on tomorrow. He won't be on uh, Thursday. He won't be on Friday. He's off to the Derby. He's got bigger fish to fry. Geldy's on uh, tomorrow and on Thursday and on Friday. Let's see, who else can we put, how about if we put Lenny Martez and Crow in that committee, you know, the little committee of children that run a radio station? How about if we did that? Okay. Yeah, we got Robert, the Beast, Clarence, Crow, and Lenny. They can sit around like in the conference room, have a committee meeting, and then they can pass the recommendations on to Joe, and he'll say, okay, <laughs> good idea, boys. 1,214 votes on our poll today. I'm so sorry, man. I'm so sorry that I didn't win that lotto today. I missed by one number, that 15 million. Could have added years to my life. Yeah. And what did I tell you? You didn't want to listen to me months ago. What did I say to you when this new regime came in here? And I said, boy, don't give me a big song to dance because what I'm seeing don't look good to me. What I'm hearing don't sound good to me. Clueless. 1,215 votes. How did Illegal Alien Day affect you yesterday, huh? Not at all. 869. 71.5%. Much less traffic. 205. Spent extra money. 62. Just out of spite. Spent a lot more than usual. Just to show these bastards a thing or two. These illegals. Didn't go to work, 23. I hate this poll, 21. Didn't go shopping, 14. Didn't go open my business, 12. Worse traffic than usual, 9. And didn't go to school. We still got the big... Oh! Yeah. 
I, I got a headache that is so... Yeah. It just It just started like a few minutes ago. Well, I've had one all day, so... Starting at the top of my sinus cavity and extending all the way down into my like eye sockets, you know? Oh, I thought you were going to say all the way down into your... Rectum? No, not that way. Well, it's working its way down. I say down your spine? Yeah, the four seasons are singing, working my way back through you. Now, what's this fax you just sent me? Oh, just... Oh, uh, this is why your ratings note. are so bad. Radio stations that got bad ratings news have a convenient scapegoat, says the New York Post... A new Arbitron policy that appears to give major boost to Spanish language stations at the expense of others. Aha! How do you like that? I know. What did I tell you? In yesterday's winter ratings, New York's La Mega shot up 25% from the fall to rank a solid number two after Light FM with a 5.6% total audience share. That's in New York where 5.6% of the audience represents a lot of people. Even more noticeable was the fact that Amour leapfrogged from 10th place a year ago to 4th yesterday with a whopping 41% year-to-year gain and a 4.5 share. These new ethnic rating survey enhancements will provide a better picture of ethnic and non-ethnic listening. It will reduce bounce, said Arbitron's Gary Marintz, referring to often criticized ratings fluctuations from survey to survey. That Spanish station game will come out of English-language stations. Consultant Bill Tanner... You fairy. Told Inside Radio before Arbitron's winter ratings began rolling out nationwide yesterday. Indeed, for what I, And this guy's also supposed to be one of our consultants, isn't he? Or is that the history? I, I don't know. Yeah. But, of course, keep in mind he consults for that group of Spanish-language stations. That's right. Yeah. He likes those young Mexicans. That's what I heard. Indeed, for whatever reason, five of the eight remaining top ten stations saw ratings declines in the winter. Light FM, KISS FM, WINS, Power 105, and Hot 97, Z100, WBLS, and WABC were up. Starting last winter, Arbitron made two major changes to the way it classifies ethnic family members to agree to accept ratings diaries for a week. It now no longer assumes that all members of a household are of the same race. And number two, it takes greater care in determining whether a family member is a Spanish primary or English primary language speaker and weighs them weights them accordingly, of course, on, based on each city's ethnic makeup. Huh? In other words, they just re they rejiggered the whole uh, way they they yeah. figured. They rejiggered and refigured. Lawsuit, and we got triggered. Yeah. So we're done. But I tell you, right off, any bonuses, future pay, that, that whole deal. You see, you'd have your deal signed, sealed, and delivered right now, but you're such a silly person. Oh, well, I want to get the, the full bonus for the summer. You're, forget about bonus. Bonus, bonus, man. You may speak in the right language, but our audience doesn't. That's a problem, okay? Maybe if you do the show this summer in Espanol, huh? Maybe one, maybe Monday in Espanol, Wednesday in English, right. and then Friday in Sanskrit. In Spanish and Pharrell's voice. Oh, that's a good idea. A good format. <laughs> <laughs> So what's the scuttlebutt? What's going on around that building, huh? Oh, you know how it is when the numbers come out. You don't see people. They they retire into little corners to mull and muse. Did you say, retire? I think <laughs> some of them ought to, okay? Like our junior program director who thinks that he's a radio maven, okay? Not a bad guy, nothing personal, but he hasn't got a clue, man. He thinks he can go with his boyfriend. And when a general mangler says, you know, well, Mo, the last two months, he had a one share. And this is before any ethnic uh, changing around. He had a one share in between two and four. Do, 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 do. Which we never dreamed we could get a number that low. So, you know, we figured, well, there's no hurry to replace him because we can't go any lower than that. that that's really aggressive good management, the way I look at it. Let's just keep fumbling along and fumbling along and having no consistency, which, of course, consistency is the byword in this business and in the television business. There's a comfort zone. Even with people who aren't all that good, like Ralph Redneck. Look at all the years he was on TV. Because people were used to watching him on the news at 6 o'clock. Am I right about that? You bet your sweet ass. I'll take your word for it. And what we got is inconsistent. You know, yesterday Hank God wants to bail out early. We're going to put on a tape. We're going to put on Orlando. We're going to put on the Beast for 10 minutes. We don't know. Even we don't know who the hell's on the air on the station. 
I got the schedule here in front of me on Thursday in the morning. TBD, Friday, uh, TBD, uh, BB, BBD. It says put on your BBDs and bring an extra pair because you'll need them. I don't know what that means, but that's what it says. A day that will live in infamy. So, you know, we can sing a song and a dance about the screwed up uh, Arbitron, all that. But when you've been doing it as long as some of us old farts have been doing it, you can feel it, you can smell it. Didn't I tell you I, I, could, I could smell it? Oh, yeah. Oh, it's I could, Oh, man. Like a, the stench, as the Mad Dog would say. He says it better than anybody else, so why the hell should I try to one-up him, you know? Where the hell is it? Under there. Oh, it's right, uh, it's right over here. Hey! Stench of cow manure hovers over this performance by... Terrible. 20 till 1 at 560 WQM. We got Bo today, Kim Bo Camper. I'm sure he'll be analyzing the NFL draft and our ratings and, uh, you know, everything. Mad Dog at the AAA Arena getting ready for Game 5 of the Heat and the Bulls. 4 to 6.30 with the Mad Dog. Two and a half hours. They're paying him $15 million a year, and all they can get out of his ass is two and a half hours. Marlins on deck at 6.30. Marlins in the Phillies 705, followed by the highly rated poor Eddie K. You know? Eddie's such a good guy, but what are you going to do? Well, that, that was the uh, Panthers, you know? Panthers are certainly a tremendous asset to this uh, radio station. Anybody else want to carry the Panther games next season? No. How about picking up the Marlin games this season? No. Oh, come on. Be a sport. Literally. And isn't it interesting, as badly as we fell, and I mean we fell, we took a flop on our arse, and across the street, man, just when you thought they couldn't get any lower, but a bing! Morning drive, afternoon drive, they took a dive. Even Greg Lucenis never took a dive like that. Am I right? Oh, I never watched them. Who, Greg Lucenis? Right. 1242, 18-1 at QM. You know, being outdoors a lot in South Florida means you really need comfortable shoes to take good care of your feet. And the only place to get the top book here is at Brandy Shoes in Pompano Beach. Because Brandy's, make sure you get a perfect fit every time. They carry all the top names that you love. They carry Floresheim, Echo, Mephisto, Rockport, Hush Puppies, New Balance, all the other top name brands in all sizes for men and women. And they even carry wide widths and hard-to-find sizes. In fact... Brandy Shoes, which I've been raving about for years, is the largest independent shoe retailer in all of South Florida. And when you go there and see the selection, value, and service you get at Brandy's, you'll understand why. In fact, when you go to Brandy's, stop in and see our friend Arnie. He'll make sure you get the right-fitting shoes for your feet, the style that you want, and, of course, always at the right price, too. Unlike those department stores where you wait forever for, it seems like, all day to get waited on, and then finally you pick out the shoes you like. Sorry, mister, you don't have that in your size. Get lost. The only thing they do at Brandy's is shoes, so you never have to worry about size, selection, service, or like I said, price, they're unbeatable. Brandy shoes, you'll find them at 1290 North Federal Highway in Pompano Beach. They're between Atlantic and Copas on the east side. Can't miss it. Open every day, Monday through Saturday till 9, and Sundays till 5. And this week again, that Rockport sale continues. A great time to buy Rockports at Brandy's. Save 10 to 20 bucks a pair on all great men's Rockport style. So be sure to get your fat ass into Brandy's this week, or do your shoe shopping online at brandyshoes.com. This is Neil Rogers. Oh, 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 oh. This is 560 QAM. God. Attention, infidels. I am Al Zarkiti, leader of Al Qaeda. Soon your way of life will be spit up like a furball on the new run. I will bury you all in the cat box of history, God willing. I will not rest for 75% of the day until the fabric of your society is shredded like the arm of the sofa. As you stand at the top of the stairs, know that I will be weaving around your feet until you plummet to your death. Did you not see the decapitated rodent I left on your front stoop as a warning of what will befall you if you do not meet my demands? 
for I demand the immediate release of some friskies, buffet. I'm talking about the savory canned kind, not that nasty dry crap. You have been warned. Okay, govern yourselves accordingly. 1246 at QM, 1401. So I'm looking at these numbers. Now, I don't even, I don't think I mentioned this. In midday, men 2554. Mm-hmm. WIOD, remember they had that big uh, Wilma-driven fall book with a 7.9, they were number one? That's right. Well, they dropped from number one to number eight. We had a 4.8, they had a 3.9, so we kicked their ass. Uh, and, but again, does anybody really believe that? No. No, that everybody all of a sudden turned Rush off and turned uh, whatever else there was. Of course not. So on the one hand, there's certainly a very strong, bogus element to this, but you know what else it proves? That. Beyond the shadow of a doubt under this new system now, you're not going to be able to afford to put schlock on 24-7 and get away with it. Even our loyal listeners, you know, even when they wire our diaries and, you know, try to do a number for us, they're up against it, man. They're up against the no-speaking-English crowd, the whole ethnic crowd. Because, uh, But how does that figure with the coast? And how does that oh, figure really? with Big, with Ron and old Paul? Huh? Every dog well, has its day. Where do they ever now? But where do they ever get off with a number like this? With a nine-one in the morning, the number one in men in the morning. Elimination. Old Paul and Ron. Process of elimination. Using old stale material from us and everybody else. Eliminate. I think elimination is the word. I think. And the coast is number one in midday. The coast. Do you know any? No. I don't know male. any straight male that listens. Now, to forget the coast. about straight. Yeah, I don't know any gay males who listen to the coast. Well, you speak for them. Okay, and you can speak for the straight guys, and Josh can speak for uh, Zach. <laughs> I bet you Josh ain't too happy. He was counting on the big bonus in his new contract. You know, yeah, probably, was. Well, forget about it. Just better stick with me, mister, okay, and hope that I'm in a good mood and send you one of them checks every now and then. Uh, more, more then than now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because we, we are... What, what have I been screaming about? I'm not some kind of a moron about this going down with the Titanic. Haven't I been saying that over and over again for the uh, last mm-hmm. three, four months now? You can feel it, man. When the water's up to your uh, earlobes, you say, hey, there's something wrong going over here. You say, I'm dying over here. Right. And these people we got, these glad-handing clowns we got running the joint. Now, hey, everybody happy? You like me? Uh, how am I doing? I'll tell you how you're doing. I can't play that sound anymore. From the very get-go, from that very first phone call right up until this day, man, it's the same old song. I'm going to play that. Same old song. You got it? Four tops? Yeah. yeah. Hang on. The same old song, but the aroma, man, is just, you know, so all we can do, like I keep telling you, we'll do the best we can. That's all. Come in here every day to try to do an award-winning radio show for you. And if you like it, fine. If not, uh, get out of here. Go listen to uh, Radio Amor. Go listen to some Celia Cruz records. And what's really suspicious to me in this book is it looks like all the cheap channel stations got it. There it is. I told you you had it. It's the same old gong. That's what Chuck Vera said. That's enough. Look at all the cheap channel stations. The Coast and Big and Hot. All No, that's, uh, I'm sorry. Coast and Hot, that's uh, Cox stations. Cox Ahoy's. I, like I said, Cheap Channel and Cox, they got all the diaries. That's what it looks like to me. EDR, there's another Cox station. I think Mike Disney in a drunken stupor must have stolen all the diaries. Well, maybe he bought them. Come on now. Don't be picking on your old buddy. He just, he thought you were a real piece of turd. That's my opinion. I'm Mike Disney. Oh, okay. Go have another belt, Mike. <laughs> Get lost. Or maybe they just got lucky. You know, like you said, every dog has its day. That right. could be it. I don't buy that coast number at all, though. Uh, who the hell would? Right. Who the hell would? From a 3.7, which sounds about right to me, ninth, you know, kind of like down there in the, toward the middle of the pack, to number what with a 7.5, more than double, mm-hmm. more than double the audience from the fall to the wintertime. And don't tell me that they have a bunch of ethnics listening to the coast. No. Your people sure as hell ain't listening to the coast. They're not coasting it. No, neither are yours. 
No, that's for damn sure. Neither is anybody's. You know, whatever group you fall into, even if, uh, the Jews, the Goyim, they're not listening to it. The atheists, we're sure not listening to it. Coast my ass. Run along Biscayne Bay, knock that damn tower down. That's what I say. At, at any rate, you can argue about the uh, sampling and about this, and it is very suspect. But the fact of the matter remains, man, that we got some real serious fish to fry, and these people seem like they're frozen, man, like they're in suspended animation, like they can't move, like they're paralyzed, you know? Did I just tell you that this morning again? Mm -hmm. Nothing is happening, except, of course, <laughs> which sounds real good to that Spanish language interference there on the radio when you're driving down 441 here and... <laughs> Man, I know I'd be tuned into that. I'd be, I'd be gripping my radio. I'd, I'd be cranking it up. I'd be driving around with my windows down just so everybody else could hear it. Wouldn't you? Oh, yeah, I do. All the time. No, you don't. Oh, yeah, that's right. And you ought to, man. Then you can give us an intelligent report, aside from Josh there, who's saying, well, sometimes this, you know, Josh, he just, uh, you know, he just don't want to make any waves too big. He's afraid he's going to drown in them. What are you talking about? I told you, sometimes I hear the Spanish station, sometimes I don't. Yeah, and sometimes it's just as well. Sometimes you feel like a nut. Yeah, sometimes and don't. sometimes you feel uh, like you work for one. Welcome to BBGI Banjo Boy Group, Inc., okay? It is absolutely shocking is what it is. So, in other words, these people are going into hiding now? Oh, I don't know. I'm not uh, leaving the studio here. On Chris Matthews' hardball last night, MSNBC correspondent David Schuster confirmed what Raw Story website first reported in February that outed CIA officer Valerie Plain Wilson was working on Iran at the time she was outed. According to current and former intelligence officials, Plain Wilson had worked on the clandestine, clandestine side of the CIA in the Directorate of Operations as a non-official cover officer, NOC, was part of an operation tracking distribution and acquisition of weapons of mass destruction technology to and from Iran. And, of course, once they outed her as a political smear and schmear to Joe Wilson because they didn't like that op-ed piece when he said everybody here they were lying about Iraq and Niger. Niger. For the first time since Bush administration officials revealed her undercover identity and ruined her career, former CIA operative Valerie Wilson, accompanied by her husband Joe, stepped in front of the TV cameras, and their red carpet appearance Saturday night at the White House Correspondents' Dinner couldn't have come at a more dramatic moment in the CIA leak investigation. And the fact of it is, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but since they outed her, they've basically lost contact. They don't know what the hell's going on over there. How do you like that? Uh-huh. Nice job there, uh, W. In fact, I see a tremendous similarity between W and our leadership here at QAM, don't you? Well, that's an indictment. Well, like I said, and it's an unsealed indictment at that. We don't have to wait for Pat Fitzgerald or even Barry Fitzgerald. And if that doesn't frost your ass enough, how about this? I mentioned this before. Ahmed Chalabi, they never met a crook they didn't like, these, these, uh, the, Bush, uh, the Bush crowd. Ahmed Chalabi, the man who helped provide cooked intelligence on Iraq to the Pentagon and the New York Times and lead up to the war, is once again being engaged in U.S. policy decisions, current and former U.S. intelligence officials be saying. According to two former high-level counterintelligence officials, one former senior counterterrorist officials and another intelligence officer, Chalabi is acting as a broker between U.S. Ambassador to Iraq, Zalmay Khalilzad, and Iranian officials in what are now stalled diplomatic efforts between the U.S. and Iran. Chalabi inserted himself and brought a proposal to Zell, one intelligence officer said. This is the same guy who embezzled money in, in Jordan and is wanted by the police. Mm -hmm. This is the same guy who they ransacked his apartment because they suspected, and sure, rightfully so, that he was giving U.S. intelligence secrets to Iran mm -hmm. while he was hanging out in Iraq. And now right. he's going to be the, uh, the, the pimp. Again. It's tough out there for an Iraqi pimp, man. <laughs> yeah. Pimp this. And 
See, now you got me all whipped up. As if, as if these people really care about any of this now, after all that uh, an hour of carrying on about these numbers and about the, about mis, the mismanagement pageant. My, 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 my nostrils are flaring. My head feels like, you know, I got my, in fact, I just shaved it the other night. Oh, yeah? And so I got, like, the real short do now. And I can put my head, like, my head feels like it's on fire. Like it's, uh, just like that. Because these people are killers, man. These people are butchers. They've taken this radio station and they've sliced it. You know that Ron Popeil Vegematic? Where they slice yes. all the veggies in like little, uh... That's what they're doing, man. They're slicing and dicing it, baby. Slicing and dicing. And this new guy, man, I don't know who the hell's going to slap him on the side of the head and wake his ass up. Man, you better wake up and smell the, smell the lilacs, Pally, because you sure ain't onto it. You're in la-la land. You lost. And, of course, they're probably saying, wow, we beat Waxy again. We beat, uh, it wouldn't surprise me in the least bit knowing where their ass is at. Just wait till the Dolphins start again. You know, it seems to me that they got the Dolphins over there, right? So what's our claim? We got the Marlins, though. Oi! The 6-17 and 17 Marlins who couldn't win a fixed game. Here's a fact that says, why do I have to watch CNN broadcast New Orleans hurricane plans? Will Pember Pines be next? Who cares? Well, guess what? I don't know about your cable, man, but my cable gets like a thousand channels. Mm-hmm. Don't watch CNN. Can approach. We could see in an intense storm up Just to eight on there anyway. of No, oh, that's right. We don't want to hear Mrs. Limbaugh, okay? She's probably uh, on, on the line with Wilma right now. Now that Rush got off on this deal, come on, let, let's get me some oxys. What do you say? For cruise, it'll be mission accomplished. Oh, my God. MSNBC's even worse. They're cruising it. I say that's what we're going to do. Hit these bastards with a cruise missile. What do you say? All right. Of course, it'll have to be a Yay. missile, but nevertheless. I've seen a few of those. 1257 at 560 WQM. In fact, boy, when they explode, it's dangerous. What's better than staying cool and comfortable all summer long? How about getting an instant $1,200 cool cash rebate on the world's smartest air conditioner, the five-star edition of the Carrier Infinity System? And to make things even better, you can get this fabulous system from Royce Air and Heat, where they've been taking great care of Tri-County area families for three long, excruciating generations. As a Carrier Factory authorized dealer, Royce guarantees your 100% satisfaction, and that guarantee is backed by Carrier. The people who invented air conditioning have now come up with the Carrier Infinity System. This one actually performs a daily diagnostic check and then adjusts itself for maximum efficiency every single day of your life. And to maintain maximum efficiency on your current air conditioner, the smart thing you ought to do is join the Royce Air and Heat Comfort Club. Here's how that deal works. Twice a year, they come to your home, they inspect and tune up your system. If you ever had any kind of a problem with your AC, you'll enjoy priority same-day service and 10% off any needed repairs, too. All of this, all of these things, all of these things. for just 110 bucks a year. So whether you choose the two-speed infinity system with Puron or peace of mind all year long with the Comfort Club, either way, make the smart choice to keep cool and the calm this summer and all year round. Make the Royce choice. Royce Aaron Heat. Call them toll-free. 1-800-377-0075. Tell them that old Neil, who used to be spectacular, told you to call. Royce Aaron Heat. 1-800-377-0075. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. Well, this is Scott Burrell. And when I'm up in Boca Tica slapping old women with painted lips around the pool, I listen to the Neil Rogers 1 to 2 hours. Yeah, I mean, I listen to the Neil Rogers there in balance 1 to 2 hours. Fourth Hole Radio 560 WQAM presents two broadcast dynamo, Kelby and Wenny. Six, six, 
But nevertheless, hey, listen, we can't do any worse than Mo did there through the four, can we? Huh? Yes. Uh, probably did. I can't wait till we see those hour by hour ones, man. When when's that going to be? Probably on a Friday, maybe Monday. All right. Probably won't see them at all. They'll probably try to hide those too. They'll put them in the dumpster. If I was them, I wouldn't let any more numbers out because they're just, uh, you know, they're showing their two colors. 1,268 votes on the poll, though. We're kicking ass on that. That's the important thing. We don't have one single call on the phone now, and that's because we've been rambling up for like an hour and 50 minutes. Good. On this rating thing, and we're dying over here. Yeah, like I say, they still are, we're still getting paid. Could be worse, right? Could be out on the street. Sure. Could be on the beach. Could be out picketing, uh, you know, like the illegal right. aliens. Picketing lettuce. Mike Shore, who headed the CIA's Bin Laden unit for six years, told Australian Broadcasting's company Four Corners... Uh, this is according to the raw story, again, a great website. That U.S. President George Bush turned out a chance to kill Abu Musab al-Zarqawi, believed to be the leader of al-Qaeda in Iraq. He says a plan to destroy Zarqawi's training camp in Kurdistan was abandoned for diplomatic reasons. The reasons the intelligence service got for not shooting Zarqawi was simply that the president and the National Security Council decided it was more important not to give the Europeans the impression we were gunslingers, he said. <laughs> right. Mr. Bush had Mr. Zarqawi in his sights for almost every day for a year before the invasion of Iraq and didn't shoot because they were whining and dining the French in an effort to get them to assist us in the invasion of Iraq. That worked out really well, didn't it? So, huh? Remember those freedom fries? Oh, yeah. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, how you doing? Okay, sir. Do you think uh, maybe some of those ratings have changed so much that due to all the stern listeners that won't pay, have to listen to something else? Maybe a few of them stick around? I don't understand what that means. Oh, when uh, Stern went on the uh, satellite radio in January, yeah. Yeah. all of the people that won't pay have to listen to something else. Like, that's why I listen to Roland Pond. Okay. Are yeah, you following that? No, I was hoping you would explain it to me. Actually, no, he's saying the Stern listeners that don't want to pay for serious, yeah. uh, you know, in other words, most of them must be Spanish. Yeah, that's it. Is that what it is? I, I don't see any. In fact, Ron and Paul, obviously, that. no, he did have a point in that yeah. in the morning. They win by so default. You, I mean, who else is doing a morning they, they, show? Well, that's what he's saying. Mm -hmm. That's what he's saying. They had to go somewhere, and so they went to Ron and Paul, which is really a pretty sad commentary about morning radio in this market. In fact, the comments about all radio in this market are all pretty sad. But, I mean, I, haven't I been saying for a very long... I don't want to sound like, you know, because I'm getting paid a lot of money, you know? And, and, and compared to the rest of this joint, we, did, we didn't do that bad. We did right. over five when they ex extrapolated. It's not a number. And in fact, it's a number the rest of the day would have been killed for. We, we did more than morning and afternoon drive combined. Which, is, which doesn't please me. It's not an ego thing because that costs us money. Right. But, you know, if you're going to have a morning guy on there, have him on every day or at least most of the time. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like with me, i got the summer schedule I've had for years, but we know you're on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday in the summer. I'm on Tuesday and Thursday. The audience knows what to expect. If they hate you like poison, maybe right. they won't listen those days. If they hate me like poison, if they hate us both, but they'll still listen. They can what, brace whatever. themselves. 
But we do, we're just all over the place. We've got basically a hodgepodge. Welcome to Hodgepodge Radio. It's a new format, HP, Hodgepodge. We got a little bit of this over here, a little bit of this over there, and then we got the revolving door, two to four. We got like, uh, you know, this is not the way to program a radio station. I started to say before, before you interrupted me about Ralph Redneck. Oh, yeah. I interrupted myself, you know, about consistency. People want some consistency. They want, like Ranieri, man, he was on there for a long time in the morning, and boy, they sure rude the day that they took his ass off there in IOD, didn't they? Yeah, they did. After they did that, they didn't know what the hell to do to get the audience back, and quite frankly, they never did. And same with a lot of other people that have been on there. And just like when Greg Reed tried to stick this show on from 9 to 1, that sure worked real well, didn't it? Or when Disney tried oh, to yeah. stick this show on at 9.30 in the morning to try to get a little blood, more, a little more blood out of the rock. The people who manage in this business, man, I wouldn't give you a dime. And Dick Casper, rest in peace, he was a genius. But for the most part, these people wouldn't know a radio if you shoved my old Zenith, a white, big white radio, deep inside their uh, colon. They just don't get it. And this guy we got now, he may be the nicest guy that ever came down to Pike, according to all your reports, never, never laid eyes on him. He may be as nice as could be. I'm not interested in nice. You know what Leo DeRocher once said? What? Nice guys finish. Last? That's what he said. Leo the Lip. Not a question of who's the nicest or who's the best liked or this and that. It's a question about somebody with some cojones that's going to come here and do something. Get off the dime, baby. Get off the dime. Ones and twos and men aren't going to do it on a station that was once upon a time dominant. And I'm going to tell you, I told you this before. Two springs ago, whatever year, the spring of 2004, would that have been right? Okay. When we had Mo in the early morning. Do, 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 do. Yeah, even Mo, that's right. He never had numbers like these. His numbers were stellar compared to this. And we had Joe Rose in there, and then me, and then the Mad Dog at two, two or whatever. Mm-hmm. What was Mo he doing at that time? And then Hank was after a Mad Dog. Mm-hmm. Mad Dog was doing two to four, and Hank was doing four to seven. At that, and we had a great book, and we were kicking ass, man. But don't, don't leave it alone. Don't be happy that we're kicking ass. Mess with success. That's oh, yeah. management's favorite line, man. Mess with success. If it ain't broke, fix it. Mess well, we, with it. Diddle with it. Joe Screw with it. Squeeze it. Like a big zit, man. Squeeze it until everything just bursts out. And that's that's what they did. Premier Silvio Berlusconi, I mentioned this before, the longest-serving premier in post-war Italy and a major fascist, handed his resignation today, paving the way for a center-left government led by Romano Prodi, who's, you know, he's been prime minister before. He, he goes away and then he comes back, and then Berlusconi will go away and then he'll come back. President Carlos Azelio Ciampi asked Berlusconi to remain on his caretaker, the president's orifice said. He had steadily refused to concede because he lost his last election, but finally they said, I guess they finally had to make him an offer he couldn't refuse. But a bing, we'll take you to Corleone. And let me say it again, there was such a town as Corleone, and uh, it's pretty much what you saw was what you get. Remember I told you I saw that documentary on it, on right. the, one of those channels, A&E or something like that? Mm-hmm. Biography. Something. Pretty interesting crap. 1,279 votes on the poll. We're going to over 1,300. We ought to be real excited about that. Now, Miguel never gave you a number on that uh, best of thing. No, I keep forgetting to ask. But you recall when I told you just how bad that was flopping, I said, well, we mm. got some real problems here, man. Right. You could feel it. Oh, I could smell it. I could feel it. I could. I could. It felt like taking a barium enema where somebody had chewed off part of the tube. Oh, it was rough. It was rough going in and even a lot worse coming out. And you just, you just knew it. And you talk to these guys, well, you know, whatever you say, you're absolutely right. Bada beep, bada boop, bada bada, and that's it. I, talk to, I, I, could have a, I could have a summit conference in a cemetery and get a better response than talking to this crowd. It's around this joint right now. The Beasley Banjo Boy Group, Inc. That's George's line, by the way. Give you full credit. Thank you. One of the all-time best. I'm sure they'll. Banjo Boy Group, Incorporated. Oh, how perfect. I'm sure they'll dig it over there. <clears throat> oh, they might get sued by the Banjo Boy, though. Not too happy about being compared to the Clampets. 
Ten minutes after 1 at QAM, we got uh, Bo today. Oh, man, give your earlobes a rest. Give those eardrums a nice rest, because Bo, at least Bo, I mean, he, you know, kind of dull, but at least he hits, talks in a lower register, as opposed to, oh, that piercing sound. I bet you a lot of the old-time sports fans remember Billy Pierce, the great left-hander pitcher of the White Sox. Billy Pierce, let's put his voice on here. Those piercing sounds that you love to hate. I'm going to play that when we come back. That eight okay. sounds. In fact, now it's nine sounds. Oh, there's the other one. Hey, if you love boating, that's a given for most people in South Florida. That's why a lot of people come to Florida. If you ever thought about buying a boat, stop. Save yourself a lot of money and a lot of grief. Call Club Nautico at 1-800-BOAT-RENT-RIGHT-NOW. Why would you want to pay the expensive boat ownership and go through all the song and the dance when you can rent one totally hassle-free? Join the club, Club Nautico. Call 1-800-BOAT-RENT. You'll be amazed just how easy it is. No docking costs, no expensive upkeep, no insurance, or, dare you think about it, no hurricane preparation. With a boat from Club Nautico, it's totally stress-free and truly affordable, too. Call 1-800-BOAT-RENT. No getting the boat ready. Club Nautico does all the work for you. And no cleaning up, either, because they take care of that, too. At Club Nautico, just hop on your boat, go have a great time. When you're done pulling out the dock, get off and leave. It's that simple. That's all you have to do. Club Nautico, call them at 1-800-BOAT-RENT for unlimited boating. From unlimited boating to pay-as-you-go small boats to yacht charters, it's Club Nautico. Call 1-800-BOAT-RENT and let Club Nautico tailor a plan to fit your needs and your budget. 1-800-BOAT-RENT. Call them today and get yourself on the water right away from Club Nautico. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. Neil got out. W-Q-A-L. Where the faggot is. You fairy. Oh, what is that? I finally got a call here. The number one rated in the show. At least according to my aspirations. Stay away from me. I don't even know how you have children. Miramar, hello. I want your take on Jay Peebler. Oh, well, uh, Jay Peebler is a great quarterback and a good Jew. I like Jay Peebler. Uh, well, not to mention he's got extraordinarily smooth buttocks. Oh, yeah! You've got to be careful what you say here. Oh, Tito, thank you, Ma. No, 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 wait a minute, don't go. But I have nothing else to say. Well, how about this? How's the weather down there in the Miramar? I'm right down the street from you. Oh, yeah. I Oh, wait, oh, wait, by the way, something. No, no, I, I have to go. Look, I tell you what, I'll hold you over the break. How's that, huh? I'll give you one of my old uh, tank T-shirts. How's that? Bye, bye, bye. Uh, no, wait! <laughs> that was the only caller we had. The veins on your nose is glowing again. Door, 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 door. Door, 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 door. Door, 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 door. Door, 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 door. Door, 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 door.
I got a great new idea program suggestion for two to four. TM. Who? TM. Transmitter maintenance. Oh, I see. 118 at QM. Look at all these people in uh, these people in Dade County they were just showing before with all the Mexican flags. What was that? And all them straw hats? Oh, I don't know what channel you're on. I'm on MSNBC. It's the MS. Oh, they're showing more of this. Look at that. Landscaping that have had their wages depressed tremendously by the influx of illegal workers into the labor you market. You go, man. It's a better wage for that particular person, but the impact as a whole is to drive wages down. There you go. Just like your buddy Lou Dobbs said, your hero. Speaking of radio crap, Sirius has announced its first quarter fiscal numbers for 2006, revealing that the Satcasters losses more than doubled, primarily because of a stock payout to Howard Sperm. The company paid out $225 million in stock-related compensation to Stern as part of his deal. Altogether, $284.6 million in stock-related compensation was paid out in the first quarter. The net loss for Sirius's quarter one was $458.5 million, as opposed to the first quarter of last year when they lost $193.5 million. However, revenues also saw an increase, also due to Stern to the tune of $126.5 million, up 193% from last year's $43.2 million. So subscribers are up, revenues up, and they're losing their ass. Subscriptions continue to climb as Sirius crossed the 4 million mark, with 4,077,000 subscribers now on board for Sirius. Uh, we had the XM numbers the other day. They got more subscribers, and they're also losing their ass. In other serious news, a complaint has been formally filed with the FCC over the company's receivers, which can transmit at low-level frequencies to frequencies at the very beginning of the end of the FM dial. Radio World reports that Communication General Corp. has complained to the FCC specifically about Sirius incorporating 87.7 and 87.9 MHz in the intentional radiator mini-transmitters built into many of Sirius's satellite receivers. There have been recent reports of these serious signals overlapping with local stations and listeners hearing serious programming such as Howard Stern instead of NPR or Christian stations. <laughs> that, that's a real hoot. They're turning in to hear their Christian uh, radio, their inspirational prayer for the day, instead of hearing Howard talking about the big boobs. Oh, like no. And maybe throwing in an occasional FRSH bomb. That would be awful. I love it. 1,296 votes. We probably should take some calls here because I've been rambling and just, just carrying on like a maniac here for like an hour and a half. Feels like ten hours. My neck is killing me. Man. 5670560, pound 560 in the Verizon and Singular Wireless Line. WQAM, hello. Yes. Yes, sir. Oh, Neil. Neil, uh, Neil Young. <laughs> sounds the, like uh, Woody to me. Woody Young? No, it sounds like an idiot. Woody was. Five, see, he called once, and we let him go on, and he actually had something to say a few days ago, and now all of a sudden he thinks it's going to become a regular. Get, what, what are you trying to say, Woody? I have no Yeah, lie. we know that. We already know. The whole audience knows that. We, we're, you know, we may be on death's door, but we're not that desperate yet. We'll let you know. We'll send you a telegram. WQAM, hello. Neil, the old. I'm trying to boost your ratings, man. Hey, uh, Neil, two things real quick. Uh, one of the things is, why can't they play Best of Neil instead of playing Clarence? No, no, forget about that. Come on, Neil, man. And no. Uh, Neil, uh, when I'm driving the streets, I drive all day. All I see is, I guess, heterosexual male and also my wife singing like 80s tunes. I get to listen to the cold. I'm a yeah. Neil, but we're true. Yeah, that must be it. Yeah, okay. Nice, nice voice, Disney. Five, <laughs> what? That was him. Can you recognize it? Absolutely. It's by the bulbous red nose. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the Verizon Singular Wireless line. Yeah, the it's eighty two along the coast. Yeah. yeah, no question about it, man. They're, I would say they're doing probably an eighty two share. 
WQAM, hello. Sounds like you're patting your Yeah, right. Sounds like Pat this. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, how you doing? Okay. I'll say one thing about these protesters. You know, since Bush took office, they've screwed American workers. They've tried to take away our overtime. They've tried to take away our health care. They want to cut Social Security. Enron, they, these companies go and they declare bankruptcy and they renege on their pensions. We're not doing anything about it. We're just sitting around watching American Idol and football games. And right. these people get up and protest. You got, oh, I see. So, in other words, uh, the elite, yeah, you got a point there. That's true. But they ought to be Even protesting. the people. Even the workers in Europe, I mean, they, they passed some laws to hurt them. They got up off their ass and they went out there in the streets and took water cannons. Yeah, that, that's true. That's the point. Although if these people were so smart, they wouldn't be out there protesting. They'd go back into hiding again. Wait till they come out with the butterfly nets. Then we'll see how uh, brave they are. 5670560, pound 560 in the Verizon and singular wireless line. One word, keep in mind, illegal aliens. That's one word. Keep it in mind, okay? Not immigrants. Immigrants are people who came in according to the system, according to the law, according to the right. process. Waited in line. Just like my grandparents on both sides. They came in through Ellis Island. Mm -hmm. They waited on line. They uh, whatever, passed the test, the litmus uh -huh. test. They said, Baruch Atasa and the Cox and that was it. They look up your butt with a flashlight. That's right. Just like Sodom there in all them pictures where they're looking in his mouth with that flashlight looking for, uh, and that's where the weapons were. Oh. <laughs> well, no, that's why they kept looking so long. See if he had the weapons in his throat. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. At least they're working, and they're not in Liberty City hanging out at the corner on top of a... Of yeah, a okay, great. We okay, heard yeah. you the first time, okay, schmuck. WQAM, hello. You know, Neil, you're so full of hate. Why yeah, you? okay, there we go. Yeah, see, I knew it's just a matter of time, and you're Boy. spouting that atheism, and you don't believe in God. When you guys get back to business, or what is it? You got, they probably wore it out. God. Maybe this is intermission. Is that what it is? Yeah. I think you got the mission part. WQAM, hello. QAM. I got a, I got a suggestion on how you can improve those numbers, Neil. Yeah. Give away Marlin tickets. Yeah, okay. That'll do it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. There's the guy that got left, he got left out of the circle. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the Verizon Singular Wireless Line. We couldn't, if we paid you to take him, we couldn't give away Marlin tickets. How do you like that? We could sure get some female callers, though, that way, couldn't we? Oh, you're giving something away? What do you oh, got? Yeah. I'll tell you. Yeah. Uh-huh. Get lost. WQAM, hello. No, go angry. WQAM, hello. Yeah, okay. No. QAM. Neil. Yes. Boy, that was quick. It just rang once. Well, that's okay. That's good. Beautiful. Listen, um, just an idea. I thought about yesterday's marches. In, uh, in uh, defamation of, and I say defamation for reason, of, of uh, illegal aliens, because they should be defamed. But the point is, if all of these people got um, citizenship, that would mean that they would then have to be paid minimum wage, which means they would then lose all the jobs that they're coming here for anyway. Mm -hmm. so we'll have to get a new batch in purpose. Does yeah. that sound logical? Yeah, then we have to get some new illegals. We'd have to exactly the point. They would have to ship a new illegal. Right. Now, two things uh, based on uh, your dislike or like of certain newscasters. Um, who would you choose to watch if you had to make a choice? Um, Candy Crowley or Rita Cosby? I would rather blow my brains out. <laughs> well, I mean, what, what kind of a choice is that? First of all, Kitty, Kitty uh, Cowley is not a uh, newscaster. She's a reporter. She, she, doesn't have, she doesn't have a show. Are you, am I still on? Yeah, it sounds like oh. you. 
Oh, okay. No, I thought I heard the uh, sound that would indicate I was being turned off. No, I just, it, it's funny. But I mean, why, why I, would you ask me about Candy Cowley and Rita Cosby? Right, what do they Candy have to Crowley, do with each other? Yeah, so that's what I meant, reporters, in the yeah. sense that you find well, them Well, Rita Cosby's uh, not a reporter. She's a talking head. They both, uh, Candy Cowley is uh, a giant in the industry. Well, what the hell was that all about? I mean, you talk about desperate to create some material. Am I still on? Yeah, am I still on? As a matter of fact, I looked at the numbers and I'm asking, am I still on? Uh, no. No, okay. You you remember some of the days I've asked recently? Are we is sure. the transmitter on? Are we actually on the air or what? You know, I, I want you to give a big when you see a, uh, and I'm I'm going to stop calling him Clarabelle. It's Bozo the Clown, okay? Okay. Because this guy is a real bozo. And when you see Bozo in the hallway, I want you to like give him a big kiss on the lips for me and say, "Oh man, Neil is so uh, appreciative you know, of what you've done." Yeah. I'll, I'll just pass him a note instead. No, no, it? on both cheeks. You know, like the European way they would do it. Give him a big kiss. Of course, he came from Kiss, so you can probably relate to it. 27 after 1 at 560 WKM. we got Kimba Bocamper, a great American, coming up at 2 o'clock. I'll bet you when we get the hour by hour, I bet you they did once again between 2 and 4. I have a feeling. And that poor mad dog, man. They're, 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 the great part of the whole thing is they're, they're, they're destroying all of the elements that were successful before. And at least we don't have to take it personally, because right. not just us. They're destroying each and every element on the station that was highly successful before, as in highly Selassie, and, they're, they're, you know, and just... Selectively butchering, just butchering. At the melting pot, fondue isn't just a meal, man. It's a memorable four-course dining experience where you can really dip into something different. And who doesn't like to dip into something exciting? Enjoy a variety of unique entrees and special melting pot dipping sauces. Imagine starting dinner with the melting pot's renowned cheese fondue served with three different breads, Granny Smith apples, and crisp veggies. And you sit there with a big smile on your puss and you dip it and you enjoy it. It's great. Next to choices, salads, all with the melting pot's homemade dressings. Entrees include lobster, filet mignon, shrimp, Cajun seasoned chicken, pork, portobello mushrooms, duck, and lots more cooked in oil or broth and those melting pot dipping sauces absolutely out of this world and for dessert this will really set you free the chocolate fondue is so good it's to die for dip fresh your strawberries bananas pineapple cheesecake brownies topped off with tasty marshmallows rolled in crushed oreos and graham crackers do you ever have those yeah as a matter of fact they brought those oh ones. my god just the thought of it's enough to set me free the melting pot. And don't forget, by the way, Mother's Day is coming up in less than two weeks now, two weeks from yesterday, Mother's uh, from uh, Sunday. Mother's Day is Sunday, May 14. And everybody knows that moms love the melting pot, so don't get left out. Call today, make your reservations for a real treat, something different and delicious for mom on Mother's Day, May 14. You'll find the melting pots in Fort Lauderdale, Coral Springs, Boca Raton, North Miami Beach, Kendall, and prestigious Cooper City. This is Neil Rogers. This is 560 QAM. In a million dollar movie star home for a little baby child that born to some weirdos. And his mom can't cry. Because here's the thing that they believe a child must be born silently. It's hard for us to understand why Katie hooked up with this man. Sure, he's hot, but he's crazy as a bat. Makes no sense to me and you to believe in you. So we just shake our heads, something we can laugh at. But that poor child. 
I'll kick your ass. Cause there's one thing the world don't need another disciple of Scientology and a weirdo. And a weirdo. Absolutely. And Tom's lost his mind. One thirty-three, twenty-seven oh two. Bo Camper at two. We got thirteen hundred fifteen votes on the pool, and we finally found one who didn't go to school yesterday. Shame on you. Shame on you, man. It took long enough. <clears throat> Probably smoking some of that good stuff. Uh, of course, they could have been sick. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the Verizon singular wireless line, man. Let's get those phones really cranked up for a big close in twenty-seven minutes today. What do you say? Or let's just replay last night's Marlin game, the eighth inning. WQAM. Hello. George. Yeah. Hey, I was just calling you because earlier I couldn't get in touch with you. Y'all couldn't, you guys didn't get the phone. Listen, the Argentinians now are just as bad as, um, you know, in a bad situation as the Mexicans. You know that, right? What do you mean by that? Well, um, two or three years ago, the, the, the economy fell apart. Yeah, before I know that. Then, Okay, yeah. well, before then, they didn't need a visa to come into the United States. Sort of like the British and the Germans, you know, those people, they don't need they don't need a visa to come into the country. Now, they are required by law to get a visa. So, even if they're here, <laughs> they're legally here now. I'm just telling you, it wasn't a matter of political thing or anything. Because you no, were wondering they're just, they're just why they're just a bunch of schleppers. Yeah, they're huh? schleppers. Yeah, so now... Like, like all of Latin America, they're a bunch of schleppers, and they all want to come up here, right? Up there. Excuse me. Not up here. Uh-uh. Down here. No, down there. Five six seven oh five six two. So what was he trying to say? There's a lot of poverty and schleppers and disaster and a lot of chaos right. in Argentina. In other words, we thought that Argentina was doing okay, and apparently they're not. No, who, whoever said that they were doing okay? Well, they got all the Nazis over there, so they must well, be Well, right. that's uh, those are all dead now, man. Yeah. No, then we got their children. They choked on some of that Argentinian beef. WQAM, hello. Yo, Neil. Yes, sir. Yeah. I was just wondering, uh, you guys with the numbers, it's only one way to get those numbers up. you got to give things away. Yeah. Hold your yeah. breath, man. Here's a dial tone for you, okay? No extra charge. WQAM, hello. Mexicans, the other white meat. WQAM, hello. I didn't go to school. I didn't go to work. I Mexicans are brown, by the way, Jack Cole. Yes, sir. Go ahead. You didn't go to school. I sat on my butt all day. What? Yeah. Like an idiot. And then finally I just went out and I put a bumper sticker on my neighbor that has a Bush Cheney all four sticker that says, I'm also a hypocrite, right next to it. Excellent. Good job, pal. <laughs> I couldn't go protest because I'm not going to stand in the middle of Western by myself. No, I don't blame you. Plus, are you an illegal alien? Uh, not no more. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. All right. <laughs> he was before he made the phone call and now he's kosher, okay? Well, we yeah. like his altitude, so you're okay. You can stay. He got legalized. That's right. We just legalized. In fact, that could be a new format. Call into the show. We will legalize you right here on the right. Roger Show. We'll baptize and legalize you while you That is sit. correct. And circumcise. And simonize. Because if you're going to come in from Latin America, man, you definitely need to be circumcised. Don't cut! WQAM, hello. See how that guy hesitated when he asked him if he was illegal? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He knew like, we were tracing the call. you got to think about it. Hey, Neil, uh, just one thing. I'm really happy you and uh, Hank are back together on the air you know, I'm, I missed that. What, what do you mean by that? Well, you guys had a little falling out, I heard. No, we didn't have any falling out. Oh, this is a goofball again? You're what, her? Yeah, G is in goofball, yeah. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, you can't take your first ticket tonight, sir? Yeah, no problem. Hang on. WQAM, hello. Yes, sir. Uncle Neil. Yeah. It's Gail. How you doing? The stuttering Gail. 
Oh, Gil, Stuttering Gil. We got a fax from Stuttering Gil this morning. First time we've heard from him in about 100 years. Yes, sir. How are you, sir? I've been pretty good. Hey, I just wanted to um, to see the just uh, the ratings. I was asleep and I, and I did not hear him, sir. No, you don't want to hear him. Yes, I do, sir. Hey, no, I'm a long suck. time first. I'm just telling you, you don't want to hear him, man. They suck. They were bad. Uh, Let me Uncle say it again. They suck. Ten. They're real bad. If you take a breath, Stuttering Gil. Okay. Not good. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. I'm ready. There you go. <laughs> no, he's ready for that. Glad he was ready for it. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm ready. I've heard that before too. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty in the Verizon Singular Wireless Line. WDQAM, hello. Uh, QAM. Yeah, that's Dr. Neil. Speaking. Neil, I went for you guys that do the uh, song parodies or the parody song. Yeah. How about uh, you know the three old tune by Aerosmith? Ching, uh, I mean, uh, Jamie's got a gun. Yeah. How about Cheney's got a gun? Yeah, that's boring. And old, and there's like five bits on it. Yeah, we've already got a, about 100 bits on that. Let's see. Cheney's got a gun. Na, 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 na. That's not, oh, yeah. There's one like, uh-huh. Oh, Dickie, Dickie, what have you done? Trick the trick in the side, Joe, side, Joe. There you go. That was quick, huh? What a good idea. Somebody should make that, yeah. Here's a fact that says, great show as always. Paul Hackett, marine was sitting in for Jerry Springer the other morning, and he called 9-11 truth people a bunch of wackos. They should stop smoking a crack pipe. Who the hell cares about Jerry Springer or Paul Hackett? Thank Robin Williams and his RV. What does it say? We're able to keep United 93 from the number one spot. Oh, yeah, Robin Williams. That was the number one movie. Does that tell you about how great everything is? Man. The last three minutes of tape from the recorder flight 93 has always been missing. Uh, for people looking to increase their own awareness, is that when the missile shot it down? That's right. For people looking to increase their own awareness, there's a 9-11 truth conference in Chicago in June. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, thanks very much, Roy. All you people who want to know the truth, and just like the thing I watched on the Kennedy assassination the other day, okay? We all know what isn't the truth, but the fact is we're not going to know the truth. Bada beep, bada boop, bada... Oh, and you know something? I forgot that Joe Pesci was in JFK. He played right. David Ferry. Right, yeah. You know, with the real bad hairpiece mm-hmm. and the eyebrow. And, and that convinced me more than ever that he and Bo Cabrian are the same. They are. Same person. Because he was wearing the same piece, you know, that silly wig that Boca puts on every now That was the one that Joe Pesci was wearing in JFK. And he was uh, talking, yeah, he was still talking in that same voice about a beep and a mystery and a bunch of mysteries and over here and over there and nobody's ever going to know about it. It was uh, the same deal. Joe Pesci is chicken neck. This is Neil Rogers. That's the music. This is 560 
If you ask me, that's a lot of crap. It's like driving a tractor trailer through a doggy door. I think you ask. What a chore. And still they ask for silence. Cause of the shape that you're in. You'll want to swear like George Carlin. You'll wish you could use those seven words. You'll feel like they're cutting you in thirds. And there is nothing you will be allowed to take. For heaven's sake, they're stupid rules of silence. 146, the good news is we're going to let all the schleppers from Latin America into the U.S. on the 1st of June, man. El Junio, el, uh, yeah. el Primo de Junio. I would have thought that Julio would have been a better month for that. No, that wouldn't be bad. El, uh, el Cinco de Julio. All right. July 5th. My mother's birthday in honor of her mom. All right. Happy birthday. Happy uh, sweet. And she'll cook uh, all the nice uh, big dinner. Brisket. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, can you tell me how NPR does in the ratings? They don't, uh, they're not in there. They don't show. They don't show at all? No. Okay, thanks, sir. You're welcome. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty in the Verizon Singular Wireless line. I wonder why that is. Why isn't WLRN uh, rated? Is there any special uh, reason I for that? I don't know because they're not a commercial radio station. I don't know yeah, why. Yeah, that that's would probably make it a because they're not a commercial station. Okay, a lot of people listen to it. A lot of people like NPR, and they don't want to hear the Howard Stern show when they're trying to listen to that. But the people who are trying to listen to Christian radio, they deserve to hear the Howard Stern show. I think that's fabulous. Mm-hmm. Nice going, Howie. That's karma. Yeah, that's right. What goes around that comes right back up at you. That's what Rick Riley said. WQAM. Five, six, Q-A-M. I wonder why that is. Why isn't WLRN not waiting? WQAM, hello. Hello? Yes, sir. Neil? Yeah. Yeah. Listen, uh, it's uh, dangerous to differentiate between illegal and legal because the government will simply give them amnesty and, and make them legal. We don't want any more immig- uh, immigrants, illegal or illegal. Really? Sure, there's got to be a quota. Yeah. Read, read Pat Buchanan's new book. A no, State of no, I'm not reading State. Pat Buchanan. You read it, okay? I'm not reading Pat Buchanan's book, okay? Mr. Xenophobe. He, he makes he makes uh, your boy uh, Lou Dobbs seem like uh, mm-hmm. uh, the, the open border man. Pat Buchanan, my ass, okay? God. Five six seven oh five sixty. Well, you know it's all them foreigners, them foreigners. We can't be all like Lily White, the uh, Royal uh, Blue Bloods, like Pat Buchanan and his sister Bay, which rhymes with Yay. "Get out of here, you fascist bastards!" You. They ain't no James Buchanan. I'll tell you that. Our fifteenth president. Rumor is he was. Yay. Or was it Franklin Pierce? I don't really sure which one. Maybe it was Billy Pierce. I don't think so. Always wondered about them wig wearing presidents myself. Yeah, those guys that wore the powdered wigs. Oh my God. I wonder how Mo would look in one of those. Doi, 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 doi. I'll never know because he took a powder. That's it. Oh, here's one. I always like a fax that says signed anonymous. Yeah. The Channel 4 News last night reporting on footy leaving Y100. They also took great pains to say he wasn't being forced out. They said he wants to continue broadcasting. They mentioned how much older he is than his target audience. Sounds to me like they made him an offer he couldn't refuse. Yeah, he's on Y100 broadcasting to like uh, teenagers and he's like 100 years old. They mentioned that possible replacement could be a syndicated show from New York. As CBS just signed up for a new host for the morning show, I suspect they're jumping at the chance that Opie and Anthony, maybe QM should try to grab them before it's share a clear channel. Oh, my God, this guy, 
This is the funniest facts of all time. <laughs> yeah, we're going to put Opie and Anthony on here, okay? I'm sure, I'm sure they'd love to work with Joyce looking over their shoulder, okay? We can't even say crap or play a fart sound, right. and we're going to put Opie, Opie, and Anthony on the air? Boy, this is no wonder you're anonymous, man. Good golly, Miss Molly, you just don't get it at all. These people think we're fun in them, you know what? Oh, I know, I know. They, they, they don't believe think it. that Joyce is a fictional character. Joyce fits right. with Wicked Bitch and Witch. She is the bane of our existence, and she's the one calling all the shots. She's the one running this place and driving into the ground. Because the bozo the clown, he's got about, he's got the testicles of a fruit fly. Oh, Joyce, may I, may I, may I do this, and may I, yeah, mayday, mayday. Somebody, get Rick Jenner right to call it a mayday, okay? Because once those numbers came out, as if we didn't already know it, we knew it was mayday at QAM. Ow! We're going to have our own demonstration in the streets. I think that, I might even fly down for that. All the QAM people, past and present, march in the streets in protest of the butcher job, man. Hatchet job. How do I express it? What is there left to say? You know, just, like I said, just all we can do is the best we can under impossible circumstances. And this guy says, oh, put Opie and Anthony on here. You better grab them before Cheap Channel is. Right. These guys are so terrified they wouldn't put Kukla, Fran, and Ollie on here because they're afraid that somebody might misinterpret what Kukla means. What does it mean? I, I don't know. I'm afraid to ask. Call yeah. up Joyce. See if we can interpret it on the air. It might be something filthy, something sub rosa. 1,347 votes on the poll. How did illegal alien day affect you yesterday? Don't give me this day of immigration. It had nothing whatsoever to do with immigration. Look up immigration right. in the dictionary, and Lou Dobbs is right about that. Oh, and wasn't I screaming about it right. long before Lou Dobbs was screaming? Didn't I have, wasn't I talking yesterday on all these channels? Yes, yes, we're doing were. the same thing. And by the way, see, the legal aliens already have amnesty. They don't have anything to, uh, you know, pitch a fit about. That is correct. They're, They're the ones that yeah, were out there protesting. Exactly. Quit being a professional uh, Julio, okay? People on Southwest 8th Street, pro what are you protesting about, for Christ's sakes? You're in, you're legal, you got yours, cut the crap. That's right. And stop attracting attention. In addition to which, you're not fooling us anyway, because we know the Cubans and the Mexicans hate each other like poison, so who the hell are you kidding anyway? You're the one that taught us that. You're not fooling anyone, you know. The Ricans, Cubans hate the Ricans, and the Ricans hate the Cubans, and everybody hates the Mexicans, and the Jews, forget about them. You know, it's one big happy family. That's not right. Oh, Nancy Grace testifies, Fran. Grace, headline Friday. Oh, Nancy Grace. And then they also got that uh, other Nazi going to be on there, too, on Headline News. The one that's on our cheap channel in the morning. What's that? Glenn Beck. I, I keep forgetting. It rhymes with Todd Dreck. Glenn Beck. He's also going to be on Headline News, Fran. Well, Fran, I'll tell you one thing about Nancy. She must be popular because she's got a lot of friends. This is Neil Rogers. Rock, rock solid. This is 560 QAM. Only in the Banana Republic, baby. Only in Miami. Ab absolutely. Don't like all the harper. Don't, don't, don't. Every time I see. Don't, 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 don't. That retarded dim witch. Don't, don't, don't. All
Infection. Yeah. There's going to be a staff enema at 3.30 this afternoon. Everybody's re- It's mandatory uh, attendance. All right. We're going to have a blueberry enema for the entire QM staff. See if that helps. Okay. Do I insert the tube. Q- I my own hose. Carefully. Rectum. You have to bring your own hose. Mm. It's a good thing I carry one around. Don't bring no crack hose. 1,359 vote on the poll. How did Illegal Alien Day affect you yesterday? Huh? That's our question. Not at all. 971. That's my vote. Hubman Dreard. 71.4%. Much less traffic. 228. Spent extra money just out of spite, 69. I hate this pool, 25. Didn't go to work, 24. Didn't go shopping, 17. Didn't open my business, 14. 14. Boy, do I know my Espanol, my numbers, or what, huh? Yes, Big deal. A worse traffic, 9, and didn't go to school. We got a pair now. Didn't go to school. Well, that one guy, he did something productive anyway. Slapped some bumper sticker around some bush uh, lover. Right. Nice job, Pally. And by the way, we did trace the call. We put, put, put your name, address, shoe size on the air tomorrow during the show. We are coming back tomorrow, aren't we? I don't know, but you better practice those numbers for the new format change, you know. Oh, yeah. Uno, those trays. Don't start with that Scotty Mac crap again. Bye, bye, bye!